It's game day in Maryville, and you know what that means. It's time for some Red Rebel football on your home for all things Maryville sports. Rebel Radio, WGAP. Sit back as we set the stage for another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. We look for Maryville to take it to another level and raise the bar to another Red Rebel victory. Welcome to Rebel Radio, WGAP, and look out, because here come those Rebels. Friday to you, and what a beautiful one it is. And we're back at Maryville High School. Excited to be here at MHS. At looking at Jim Renfro Field as your Rebels and the visiting Blue Raiders of Cleveland get warmed up. But I'm Wayne Kaiser, and alongside Chris Hips. Chris, it's Friday night. It's time for some football. And uh, I swear we've been dealt two beautiful Fridays back-to-back. Yes, you can't ask for any better, uh, better weather here in fall. Uh, a little bit warmer than we wanted, but... Can't complain. It's beautiful outside today. The, the press box here at MHS got the window open, got the AC on. I feel like that's uh, that's complete use of energy at its best. But uh, excited to be here tonight. Tonight, uh, get back into region play here, Chris. Uh, the Blue Raiders of Cleveland come up here. They're five and one. Uh, this very much has top seed in this region implications here tonight so a little bit on the line a little bit to be played for here in week seven and uh the red rebels looking to get it done here tonight and uh and again set their their pace and set their place for what the postseason could look like but earlier this week i got an opportunity to sit down with coach Derek hunt talk about last week's victory over science hill and then also look ahead to tonight's matchup with these Cleveland Blue Raiders, what they've got behind the legs of Tito Boyd. We'll talk with the coach. Uh, this this interview is brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm, local to Maryville and willing to work for you. Huddleston Law Firm right here in Maryville. Here's the, here's the word from the coach. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Maryville Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, thanks for the time as always, and uh, and uh, happy happy midweek to you. Hey, thank you so much. You as well. Coach, uh, again, this is uh, the next matchup on the on the docket, and that's what we always like to talk about. But uh, congratulations on a a great homecoming win there this past weekend against Science Hill. Well, it was a great night. What a great home crowd we had. Um, man, it was a lot of fun to get back home and play in front of those our community and those folks and and our kids. Our kids were really excited about it. I was, uh, you know, of course, pregame. Uh, Greg, uh, you know, was gracious enough to let me use some of his uh, his his words to to kind of share with the radio listeners uh, all of the the homecoming queen candidate accolades. I tell you, there is there's some busy people in Maryville High School as far as students, and uh, and they raise a ton of money for some great charities there for homecoming. Yeah, I think it's a, a fantastic thing that they do, and and there's certainly some some kids who work really hard. Uh, to put themselves at the forefront, but then also to be able to give back. I, I thought it was a it was a good night. Again, talking about giving back, it, it was a good night for them, but also a good night for those charities that they helped out. Over forty thousand raised from the homecoming court. I thought that was pretty amazing. But uh, but coach, in the football game, Maryville defeats Science Hill forty-one to seventeen. I really, you know, our player of the game last week, Jason Manneker, uh, I thought he wreaked havoc in the backfield quite a bit the not, during the night. But really, that defense as a whole just really put the quarterback uh, for for Science Hill kind of kind of uneasy all night long. Yeah, and 
you know, I think our defense played great. They, Science Hills, I mean, they've got a great quarterback, really good running back, and you know, they what they've not failed to do this year is score points on people. So I was really excited that our defense was able to play as well as they did. You know, and you talk about Manicker, like in my opinion, like he, this, you know, his ceiling is so much higher, and and he has so much potential to do things just like he did Friday night. So I was so excited to see him wreak havoc, like you said, and have such a great game because I think that now that it has happened, and not that he hadn't played well early in the year because he has, but I just I just felt like he's a guy who is kind of freakishly talented for the defensive end position. And with his length and size and speed, I mean, he can really, really cause a lot of disruption in the backfield and, you know, even if he can't get to the pass pressure, he's so long when he when he raises his hands, it's hard to throw over him. So, I just think that he's one that can continue to get better. And and I think that putting games together like last Friday night, like he's last Friday night, could become the norm for him. He's I think he's that good. He he really does. And you know, we we talked to him in the post game about previous games. You know how he had he had basically put some offensive linemen in some precarious spots. They're either going to have to hold on to that jersey or they're going to have to let him get on by. And uh and you know, I think sometimes uh you know, both of those situations happened and and of course Friday night he pops one loose and uh and Mr. Harper uh, was the beneficiary of a, of a almost scooping score and you could tell Jason was as big of a uh cheerleader wanting uh Harper to get in there as anybody. Yeah, no doubt. What a great play that was, and to flip the field, give offense a short, a short field to, to punch it in and get up two scores. I think huge. So anytime, you know, anytime you have a play like that on defense, it's a game changer. It really is, and he can do on a regular basis for us. Absolutely, great, great player, great kid, and and it was a great interview. Uh, but but coach, talk offensively. You you were able to to really continue to just grind things and do do offensively uh, basically what you wanted to do in the run game, and it set up some opportunities in the throw game. I'm looking here at the season stats, Coach. There are eight run, rushers or that have rushing attempts that are over seven yards a carry. That's that's amazing at any level, but that's, that's extremely amazing in 6A football. Well, and, and certainly I feel like we've been explosive on offense, and that's what's really exciting. You know, Maribel's kind of hung her hat on being able to drive the football, sustain drive. You know, this year we've we've also been able to score, you know, in one or two or three play drives. And so when you have when you have explosive runs, it just opens up your ability to have explosive passes, and that's been really exciting. I'm hoping that we can continue to stay moving and do that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think it uh, there's there's plenty of playmakers to go around. Noah Vaughn, talk about just the explosiveness there. He's a he's a if the linebackers are even with him, it's a bad day for that defense. That's just been the the calling card there this season. And then of course all the all the skill position players that have had a lot of success this year. But we look at, we look to tonight's matchup or or this week's matchup. Cleveland, uh, the Blue Raiders come to Maryville, and it'll be a matchup that uh, you know I think both these teams are very versed in. in big boy football and uh they've got their their own uh workhorse at the running back tito boyd and uh yep. w- what have you seen out of the blue raiders you know they're they're playing their best football as of late they're five and one they're lost being bradley you know in, in the bradley game they, they turned it over i think three different times two for a touchdown and so you know, two of bradley's scores were on the defensive side i think 
I think that they could very easily be the driver's seat in the region in this game. Having, and it still does. You know, this this has number one seed implications. You know, especially if they were to beat us. They, they the last two weeks, I think all year they've got a running back that you mentioned, Boyd, who he is a bell cow guy who can carry it thirty game and be as good in the fourth quarter as he is in the first. Uh, he's I feel like he's been there for seven years. Started for him. He started for him. I think every year he's been played some linebacker too. Um, played a lot. When he was younger, at linebacker both ways, and now mainly plays linebacker. So he's a phenomenal player. They've got a receiver who's about as good as anybody we've seen, uh, especially you know when the ball's in the air, going and high pointing it and making big plays. And he's he's made big plays against us for the last two years, also. So this is a good football team, and I think Coach Marty Wheeler does a phenomenal job of getting those kids to play really hard. And so. We're excited about this matchup, and you know, I, I, I know I, I probably said it every week, but man, we, it feels like every time we turn the page on our on our Friday night, we're looking at another really good football team that we've got to get up and prepare for. Well, and and Cleveland, like I said, they they're, they've been tough every year. I've been able to see them play. I know I remember a couple of years ago, which last year was a, a phenomenal matchup, also, but. Uh, I remember uh, going into that matchup. It was Tito Boyd, kind of the the. I believe he was a freshman at that time, but still, he he had thighs like juniors and seniors. But then you you had T Hodge on the other side of it, and I'm like, this is going to be. You talk about winning it in the trenches, but I mean, I felt like no more was to be said than than right then. But this year, the dynamics a little different. They're they're gonna they're gonna try to ground and pound with Tito, but really Noah Vaughn. He can pound the football, but really, he's he's about using his quickness to get get in space and make things happen. Yeah, and you know that's Noah's Noah's a unique back, and he's able to run in between the tackles and on the perimeter. And we certainly had a lot of good running backs in the past, but they've always usually excelled in one area. Of those and Noah, I feel like, is pretty darn good at both. He definitely catches it well. He's or some. Yeah, I think he and Gage are perfect complement back there. You got a guy like Jackson Phillips who can who can line up about anywhere in the backfield at fullback, on tight end, at receiver. That just makes it so much easier to get in different formations and not have to change personnel. I'm really excited about what this is right now. Noah definitely leading, and you know he's such a really good player, and they all are. I you know I've I talked to a lot of people that's been watching the Red Rebels for a long time. And uh, the comments been made. Uh, this may be one of the most dynamic uh, backfields and quarterback combos uh, that they've seen in a very long time. Just, just the versatility, what Carson can do with his legs, the ability he can push it downfield with. Uh, it's just, uh, I think that's a tool in the toolbox that uh, you don't see it often, uh, but when you have it, you like to you like to see it, right, Coach? There's no doubt. You know, how Carson when you throw Carson in into the backfield conversation. He's like having a coach out there. You know, he's just so intelligent and understands what we're trying to get accomplished. He makes really good decisions for the most part. And, you know, and even when he does make a mistake, you know, he knows he makes it. And you don't have to tell him the same thing twice. So he's just – he's an impressive kid on and off the field and, and a phenomenal football player. I, I couldn't agree more. He has, uh, he has strung together a couple really, really good years uh, at the at the quarterback position for Maryville. But, but Coach, uh, again, this week it will be another home game, back-to-back home games. I guess the first time this season 
uh, that will play two at home in a row. So uh, looking forward to that, and uh, and uh, good luck hosting the Blue Raiders here this Friday night. Thank you so much. We're looking forward to it. Awesome, Coach. And this uh, this interview with Coach Derek Hunt has been brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm, local to Maryville and willing to work for you. Check them out, Huddleston Law Firm, the sponsor of this coach's interview. But let's take a break, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, more pregame show here, the Everting Orthodontics pregame show right here on Rebel Radio, WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the one and only Chris Hibbs. And welcome to the Twin City Certified Game of the Week here on WGAP. Chris, tonight we get to stay at home for yet another week. Excited about that. But tonight we resume region play with with a game with the number one seed up for grabs here tonight. The test will come tonight from a tough and physical bunch all the way from Bradley County in the Blue Raiders of Cleveland High School. Uh, the Rebels enter tonight's matchup at 6-0. The Blue Raiders roll into town at 5-1. Their lone loss coming to Cross County rival Bradley Central. But as we look to preview game number seven here for the Red Rebels, Mr. Hips, how about them Rebels? Uh, the Rebels are looking great today. You know, I think we just talked to Coach uh, Hunt about the situation uh, coming in pretty healthy in this matchup. Like you said, this is going to be a big matchup. This is the first seed. You know, we want to get that and try to avoid having to travel in the third round. Yeah, I think you got to keep things in perspective. You know, it's one game at a time, but really, uh, you start now defining what that postseason can look like. And so, I think you got to you got to understand that dynamic here tonight. But uh, if you look at it, this is a matchup over the last few years has been re- very heavily for the Rebels. But there's been implications each and every year. You know, this was the game that knocked T. Hodge out for five weeks there two years ago in that 2019 state championship run. Last year, really, uh, really heavy, heavy Rebels opportunity and and success rate. But it was well a game that that set the stage for a late push in the second half of the season that led to another number one seed and another deep run in the 6A playoffs. But uh, one thing that's going to stay the same for Cleveland, Tito Boyd, the big-legged running back. He's been out here warming up, and he is a specimen if you see him. But uh, he he's going to be the bell cow for, for Cleveland here tonight. And uh, what do you think the Rebels got for him on defense? Well, I mean, I think they did great job last season about containing him you don't want to let him get on the edge you don't want to let him have the big runs you know like you said he's a big built running back you don't want to let him get the full head of steam downhill so keep him bottled up keep him short yardage short gains and put it the pressure in the quarterback we know we we've talked about the quarterback has a, some issues with accuracy you know hopefully it's a, the secondary can be able to ball hawk a couple of times on a couple of them passes I think we can only hope that. And, and honestly, that's got to be a hungry secondary. You know, you talk about there's been several passes by opposing teams that's went in and out of the hands of guys like DJ Burks, Cannon Johnson, and such. Some of them they've come down with. Cannon Johnson been a uh, uh, a recipient of a couple interceptions this season. But uh, excited for what they can do and see if they can uh, really force the hand of them to go away from the big back, Tito Boyd. 
but uh, you know that's the, kind of the storylines here. But as we look, the uh, the marching Red Rebels are on the field getting ready for some pregame festivities. Already done the fight song as the sun peppers into the backside of the campus. Uh, let's take another break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, more on the Everting Orthodontics pregame shows. We get starting lineup and also big-time uh, sponsorship recognition here on Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. You're listening 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Welcome back to Maribel High School, Skeeter Shield Stadium, where it is playing host tonight to a matchup of 6A playoff implications. Your Maribel Rebels and the Cleveland Blue Raiders. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hibbs. Chris, you look at the starting lineup. Let's see if we're going to get the national anthem. And just on cue, we are. So let's uh, let's step away. No, let's stay right here. Let's stay right here. Let's listen to the Star Spangled Banner presented to you by the Maribel High School Marching Red Rebels. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865 Chicago. Thank you. 
And what a great rendition of our national anthem brought to you by the Maryville High School Marching Red Rebels. Uh, Chris, uh, you, you know, just uh, pregame, they were wearing it out on the uh, on the uh, fight song there, and I just wanted to let them have a little little time there as they, they were putting it out. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more. Our band is incredible. I love hearing their halftime show. I think both of our kids are always excited to hear it, too. <laughs> and, uh, it's, if you haven't got an experience yet, you know, try to get out here and listen to them. Absolutely. Uh, go with the starting lineup here. This starting lineup is going to be brought to you by Dive With Us Scuba Services, new to, to Rebel Radio last week. So week two, their sophomore campaign here. Uh, starting on the offensive side of the football, your quarterback, Carson Jones, also known as C5. Noah Vaughn will be your starting running back. Wide receiving core will be Markel Fortenberry. DJ Burks, Carson Jones, tight end H-back will be Jackson Phillips, and the offensive line will be Carlos Yanez at left tackle, left guard Jay Adams, center Cal Grubbs, right guard Trevor Abdella, and right tackle Adrian Gum. You go to the defensive side, the line, the front front three will look like Mike Bethea, Caleb Graham, and Frankie Diaz. Your linebacking core will be Keyshawn Harper, Zach Braden, and Jacob Richmond, and Peyton Cooper. And in the backfield, locking it down, Cannon Johnson, number eight, the junior, Markel Fortenberry, D.J. Burks, and Eli Hames. Your specialists will be Corbin Price on the PATs, punter Markel Fortenberry, long snapper Peyton Cooper, and placeholder Caleb Dunford. So, again, a starting lineup here brought to you by Dive With Us Scuba Services. Just a new ad here last week to Rebel Radio. I was looking at some of the – crowd down there. Is I was going to say, they can't see your point, Chris. <laughs> I was looking at the crowd, you know, it's getting a little, very uh, crowded out here, you know, they're just getting ready for this big uh, lineup to come out, people lining up against the uh, stands ready to, I guess, get a little high five on before the team walks out. Well, and, and, and October is, is that month, you know, it's when you, you really know it's fall, the, the heat has broken a little bit here in East Tennessee, and, uh, and it's time you can wear shorts and be happy about it, not just sit here and smolder in the uh, in the, the stadium but uh, excited for what the field's going to look like about eight and a half minutes to go until we kick this one off here but chris uh just a, a matchup of two six a regional opponents uh that's going to go uh big time but if you look at cleveland's roster uh not necessarily a loaded roster they're a six a program but uh just a, a limited number of bodies bringing down here to maryville Yes, I think they run a lot of key guys both ways. Uh, you know, that usually plays in Maribel's hand, you know, tiring down the key uh, offensive players, especially on the uh, secondary level. You kind of make them run them deep routes, tire them down so that way their uh, legs are a little bit ready not to go to the next offensive drive. Yeah, this will be the 12th matchup between Cleveland and Maryville. Nine wins for the Red Rebels, two for the visiting Blue Raiders. So we'll see if we can't get into double figures in that win column in this matchup. But i uh, got to get it done for 48 minutes on the football field. But, Chris, let's take another break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we'll recognize those sponsors, and then we'll give keys to victory here for the Rebels. So you're listening to WGAP Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, 
individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. to Rebel Radio WGAP as uh, we're getting set to kick off a, a 6A battle between your Red Rebels and the Cleveland Blue Raiders. Chris, you you want to want to give the, the listeners a little shout-out to what the sign says that the cheerleaders are holding? So yes, it says, hey, Cleveland, new season, and that's great, but the Maribel Red Rebels won't disappoint on our road to state. I mean, I feel like that's not a that's not a, an unfair statement. I like what they're I like the uh, the process. I like what they're thinking there. Uh, thinking ahead uh, is probably not on the on the tongue of Coach Derek Honey's talking about tonight. But uh, you know, I think this is a team that's ready to go here tonight. They're walking in front of the home faithful here at Maryville High School, and, uh, and 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 Chris are looking pretty good. The road or the home black jerseys, but they've got the the gray pants on, red and black stripes respectively on each side of the pants. And then they've got that traditional black rebel helmet, rebel script on the side, white numerals trimmed in red. Great look, as always. We love that look. And trying to see who all our captains are going to be tonight. Yeah, it looks like Cleveland's going to be on the other side. They're going to be in the road whites, all whites, blue numerals, blue helmets, red face mask, and the traditional Cleveland C on either side. Uh, the captains here tonight, Mr. Chris, for Maryville will be number 18, Drew Wallace, uh, number 82, Jace Vincent, number 61, Cody Fling, and number 64, Thomas Lanigan. For Cleveland, big stud number 44, Tito Boyd will be a captain. Tate O'Brien, number 21. Michael Hallman, 52. And I would assume brother, Gabriel Hallman, number 51. I would think they are uh, bookend offensive linemen. But the Rebels have uh, have broken their huddle, and they are going to break some paper as they get to the home sideline and get ready to play some football. In front of that crowd, Markel Fortenberry. Looks like Zach Braden, DJ Burks, and Carson Jones, the leaders undoubtedly of this Rebel football program. Another great 12 men showed up tonight. You know, this is always a different maker for opposing teams at the deal with the crowd noise on top of trying to play a tough defense. Yeah, and the the, uh, the the Rebel student section is live over here. Looks like it's a pink out here tonight. Different shades, but all in a good in a good color. And uh, you know, just a little teaser here, Chris. I have a little birdie telling me that Jude Ellison might make an appearance here tonight. The Jude Ellison. The yeah. Jude Ellison. He said he's going to wear Cardinals gear. Shocker. 
<laughs> I think they may have clinched a playoff spot or something. But uh, anyway, anyway, we'll give him a hard time right, when he gets wear up Atlanta here. He's going Braves hat on top of that since they clinched as well. <laughs> well, he may have all of it on. He's, <laughs> he's got it all. But uh, before we kick this one away, four minutes until kickoff here at the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Let's honor some sponsors that make Rebel Radio possible. Twin City Certified right here in Maryville, Smiley Riley and Company, Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey, State Representative District 20, the REO Cheese Wagon, provides some great food here in our press box, Whitlock & Company PC, Everting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Carico Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, and Bliss Air. And then new to Rebel Radio, Dive With Us Scuba Services owner and operator Jeff Birchfield. Again, an interesting product, scuba services and underwater uh, is something that is very interesting uh, to me. But, uh, but Chris, as we get ready to take our last break in this Everting Orthodontics pregame show, uh, give me an offensive and defensive key to victory. I think we uh, mentioned it a little bit earlier, but defensively here, I think mud up the uh, running lanes. you got to keep Tito Boyd out and from getting in the open with that big body frame going downhill. You know, try to make it a one, uh, you know, more one-dimension game. You want to try to make them pass the ball. That's going to be difficult. And for the offensive side here, I, I say spread them out. You know, our run game did really good damage against them last year. It's about the same starters on defense for them. So spread them out, make them run side to side, tire them down, and then hopefully put up some big touchdowns to finish up. Yeah, I, I like I like the way you're thinking. I, I think, you know, a lot of what we saw against Science Hill, I, defensively, I think Jason Manneker, Mike Bethea has got to get upfield. Uh, they've really got to, you know, make some some decisions uh, for the Blue Raiders a little bit, make them make the quarterback commit one way or another. And then I think uh, offensively, uh, you know, I'm, I'm interested if we go, if we stay status quo, stay heavy run, or do we try to mix it up, see if Markel, DJ can get out wide, get some one-on-one matchups and make some things happen. But uh, you know what? As the captains meet on the Power M, let's take our last break here of the Everton Orthodontics pregame show. When we come back, it will be kickoff here for Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Maryville High School. As the the handshakes have been had, teams are headed back to the respective sidelines. Uh, Chris, 
The Rebels are going to start this football game with the football. Cleveland wins the toss. Maryville defers to the second half. First time that's happened all season. The Rebel offense will see it first. I think Cleveland may have uh, <laughs> saw the status quo that Maryville loves to score late in the half and turn around and get the ball and try to score first in the next half. Well, here's the thing. You, you flip script, but the, the end result may end up being the same thing. If you look at the Rebels, as they are already out there in the receiving formation, deep for the Red Rebels will be DJ Burks. Looks like that is going to be Noah. Gage Ledoux and Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn, the center, uh, right there standing on his own 10-yard line. The up men, no slouches in them as well. A lot of speed up there is Caleb Dunford, Jackson Phillips, and number 17. Hutton Jones will be the up men. That's a lot of speed. And the way I'm watching DJ and them, they're moving over like they're expecting a corner punt over or a corner kick over to the far sideline here. Bennett Smith, number four, will kick this one away uh, for the Blue Raiders. This is a Carrico construction kickoff. This will kick off the Twin City certified in Maribel game of the week. Looks like they're going to change it up a little bit. They're going to move two deep men. They're going to keep DJ and Noah to back deep. I'm going to slide Gage Ledoux over there at the 20-yard line on the numbers. He may be the guy that gets this kick. Looks like we're going to we're gonna try this thing without a play clock tonight. Maybe not working here tonight. Yeah, they just announced over the PA that the play clock will not be working. So it's well, going to no, make it a little no, bit difficult. No delay of games, right? But Maribel's fast tone, that usually don't affect them too I was going to say, don't use it much anyway. But the kick is away, and it's football time in Maryville. And it's going to go deep, and Gage Ledoux will get that football. as his own 14-yard line. He's going to get some room and clear it. Get to the 41 man to beat, and he goes low. Smart guy there. The kicker is the only guy that stops Gage Ledoux. A great return there to open this football game, and the Rebels are off and moving. And that was the uh, coffin kick I think we all suggested it was coming. However, for some reason, they dove down and left the uh, – far opposing sideline wide open and Gage Ledoux just bounced it out and was heading down the sideline until the kicker could get to him. Well, if they watched film, they didn't see the explosiveness of 2-8. Gage Ledoux was off to the races if the kicker didn't go low on him. Carson Jones brings the troops out there quickly. Will be DJ Burks, Carson Jones to the right side of the formation. Markel Fortenberry all by himself up there at the top. Carson will have Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket. And he's looking to take the shotgun snap. Snap is taken. He's going to fake the handoff, delivering the flat to Gage Ledoux. He's going to make one cut, get across the 50-yard line. Down to the 45 is Gage Ledoux. It's going to be a pickup of eight there on first down. It's going to bring up second and two. Yeah, this is a great play call by Maribel to get out and open. Like I said, we're going to try to stretch him out, make him run side to side and tire down these uh, receivers that are going to be playing defensive back as well. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to keep Markel. They're going to flip him to the right side of the formation. And Carson wants to get the hard count. Doesn't get it. It's going to make a little bit of an adjustment here. Going to have Gage right there at the kind of a stack set. Going to have Noah right to his right. He's looking Noah. Noah delivers over in the flat. Gage Ledoux again across the 45, down across the 35. And he'll get all the way down to the 33. And that will be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Yes, yeah, so just a great uh, cut slant play there by Gage Ledoux. Took it, and luckily for uh, Cleveland, Deston Thomas there, number two, was there uh, grabbing, tripping him up before he can get into the open field. Yeah, it looks like, uh, looks like Cleveland's trying to run a little 4-2-1 or something defense, but they're going to run it now with Noah Vaughn. A little slip, 
Shoestring tackles doesn't stop Noah Vaughn. He gets across the 20 and rips inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. I'm not just going to say, Noah's just incredible bouncing off. You hit him high, he's going to bounce off of you. That guy tried to hit him a midsection, he bounced right off of him. Luckily for Cleveland, the uh, safety number five, Brian uh, Beard Jr., the last man in defense, made the tackle in the open field. Going to have Noah Carson Jones to the left. Going to move Markell into motion. Carson takes the shotgun snap, delivers in the flat to the big guy. He gets across the 20, 15, 10, 5, and he is going to be knocked down. Good closing speed by number six for Cleveland, but Markell had all green grass in front of him. Yeah, that was we, we were sitting here thinking it was going to be a touchdown. We, it was wide open. D.J. Adams, the corner over there, number six, like you said, just posted back and made a blindside tackle. I like I like Markell in motion. That's a dynamic we haven't seen. But quickly to the line of scrimmage, no in the backfield. And it's hard for me to believe they're going to put this one in the air. Carson tries to get the hard count again. I don't know. Even if they jump, it's about a half yard at this point. Ball on the one-yard line, first and goal. He looks to the sideline, trying to get the play in. I think he's calling. Uh, he, they're pointing to the left side of the formation. So they're going to move Gage Ledoux over there, try to pick up some blocking. They're going to give the handoff to Noah. Three, two, one step into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Yes, and that was just a great handoff. He, he saw the hole, hit it open, and just one little juke to the left and right, it walked it in. Well, and again, I think they moved Gage Ledoux over there because they had a kind of a safety blitz kind of coming, and they were they were just trying to block that open for a half second and get Noah into the end zone. Didn't need much, but got what he needed. Touchdown Rebels, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. 9.32 to go in this football game. Uh, maybe maybe they're rethinking that, uh, that coin flip decision here. As Corbin Price skies one, it's up, and yes, it is good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Red Rebel 7, the visiting Cleveland Blue Raiders 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field, where Chris, that's Thunder and Lightning, Gage Ledoux, uh, the Lightning, and uh, right now Noah Vaughn, the Thunder. But uh, if you look at it, uh, seven to nothing is the score, nine and a half minutes to go here in the first quarter. Cleveland defers to the second half, and the Rebels just say quicker do we get on the scoreboard. They do so in quick fashion. What do you think about that first drive? Uh, another incredible drive there by Maryville, just a you know, just – took a little, all the momentum right there and I think we were joking about it I think the average play clock was maybe about 18 seconds of the 40 so I don't think we are, we're going to have to worry too much about it tonight. Yeah I don't know how much we look at it just to be honest with you. Maybe in the second half when we're trying to waste some of it but uh, no I think early on uh, that thing's back there for decoration but uh, Charles Trenum's going to stand at his own 40 yard line he's going to stand there with an the umpire must be uh, working on I don't know if it's a clock issue but uh, they're trying to get it set 
Well, looks like maybe Cleveland's coach is wanting a little clarification on something. I don't know. But they're talking nonetheless. But, uh, Chris, let's, uh, let's talk about Charles Trenum. He puts it deep most times. This is Here's the, the over-under. Is it going to hit the red letters in the end zone, or is it going to hit closer to Jeff Weaver's house? I'm going to say it's probably going to hit the middle of the E or B. That's usually about where he's been landing on this side of the field. I think it's going to one bounce hit the fence. That's my that's my take. But it looks like the conversation with Cleveland's head football coach has cleared up, and uh, we're going to kick this one away for Cleveland's opportunity to see what their offense can do here in this early going. Nine and a half minutes to go here in the first quarter. Rebels lead seven to nothing. Deep for the Blue Raiders. Looks like number two. And then number 11, going to be Markel McKinney. And the kick is away. Charles Trinum has kicked it deep, and it will go into the end zone. Actually landed on the R, a little bit of a corner kick there. Yeah, I feel bad. I mean, I, I went E and B, went a little to the left. It's okay. It's still deep for us. Either way, right? <laughs> he will make it work. But uh, as uh, the kick went into the end zone, the, the Blue Raiders will start at their 20-yard line. What about number 53 has the, the padded helmet cover still on? Is that... Is that legal? Yeah, I think it's a, a new thing that's been implemented in high school football is a concussion protocol. You know, if you've had a oh, concussion, really? you, you're allowed to wear a extra uh, padded. Yeah, the extra padded head. It's going to be on the center for the Blue Raiders. He's going to, quarterback's going to take the shotgun snap. Hand to number five. That is Brian Beard Jr. If, all bets were going to be on Tito Boyd having the first carry, but it is going to be Brian Beard Jr. And he is going to be dropped for a two-yard loss. It's going to bring up second down 12 yards to go. Number 16 is the quarterback for Cleveland. That is Drew Lambert. He's a 6'1", 200-pound junior. And he is uh, – they're going to try to run a little tempo as well. Looks like they're going to move Beard out, Boyd in. And that was a, just a great defense play there by Mike Bethea to blow it up in the backfield. Ball on the Cleveland 18-yard line. They're going to go no count and – Lambert's going to get it out in the flat to Beard Jr. again, and Markel Fortenberry is going to have to chase him down. He gets beyond the original line of scrimmage, but just picks up a couple from there. Probably a pickup, I'm going to say, of four yards on that one. No, they're going to give him way forward progress. They're going to give him a pickup of six on that play, and it's going to bring up third and Five. Yeah. <laughs> it's like waiting on the scoreboard, waiting on it, waiting on it. Third and five. Yeah, I think he was going to be short of what you were saying originally, and I think he dove toward the out-of-bounds line. I'm going to do a little interesting set here. Tito Boyd straight back, and they're going to have Beard to the left hip of Lambert. Got one receiver to the left, one to the right. Lambert takes a little three-step drop, delivers in the flat to Tito Boyd, in and out of the hands of the big guy as he was wanting to run before he caught it. That gets him a lot. Yeah, he... He looked down at his feet to see where he was toward the sideline. I think he just, like you said, it hit him right in the chest and bounced off. Luckily for Maribel, they were right there in place anyway. Fourth down, and uh, I don't know what we're looking at here. Well, we talked about this pregame. The kicker is a rugby-style kicker, so he's going to take it short and then try to get people to uh, well, it's still the chase after him. Is the quarterback the punter? I think he does everything, punting. We've seen that. Last week, Mr. Jackson Diamond did it all. But, yeah, it's going to be a little right step, and a kick is away. A nice kick on one, dr on one drop. Uh, Cannon Johnson was back there, but he's going he's gonna to step away from it, let it roll, and it will come to rest at the Rebel 18-yard line. That's a nice punt for a guy who just stood flat-footed and kicked it away. Yeah, like I said, I think we talked about that pregame. Me and uh, Mr. Ken over there were talking about how he would love to do a little run-up kick, and that's what he did there. 
57 yards on that punt by Lambert. Uh, he has now kicked for more yards than he's thrown for so far. First and 10 Red Rebels, ball on their own 24. That is not the correct, they, the ball is on the 18. I, that was not mine. That not me. It's a seven, scoreboard. I'll, I'll benefit. It was a seven fifty-seven to go here in the first <laughs> quarter. Rebels lead seven to nothing. Carson Jones runs the the troops out there. He's going to have Mr. Noah Vaughn to his right. He's going to have Markel Fortenberry to the left and a stack set to the right. He takes the shotgun snap, hands to Noah Vaughn. He wants to go right, and he gets right. He goes across the twenty-yard line and gets up to the twenty-three. Contact at the nineteen, Chris, and he just drives those legs to get four yards. Yes, that was uh, what, Ronnie Bronox Jr. there, number 14, the outside linebacker. Like you said, I think met him around the 19, but Noah's legs just drove forward for an extra four yards. Second down, five yards to go after the pickup of five by the junior running back. Carson Jones cleans the hands, wants to take that shotgun snap. Same formation. They're going to fake the handoff to Noah, delivering the flat to D.J. Burks. He gets quickly across the 25, across the 30, across the 35, and bowls over a Blue Raider and gets the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down up to the 37-yard line. And the incredible patience there by D.J. He's waiting on uh, Jackson Phillips' block out here, and Jackson Phillips was swerving back and forth, blocking two different Cleveland players, and he was just following right behind him <laughs> all the way up the field. Patience is a virtue. Trips to the left, Markel Fortenberry to the right. Shotgun snap. They're going to give it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go straight ahead forward and probably the biggest success early on for this Cleveland defense, and that's stopping Noah for a gain of three. And that was 24, Jonathan Harrellis right there. The safety came up on the outside blitz, and luckily I think just grabbed a hold of a foot and tripped Noah up for a short gain. Second down, seven yards to go. Ball on the Rebel 40-yard line. Six and a half minutes to go in this one. Rebels lead seven to nothing, but looking to add. Big bunch package here. All, everybody's within, within tight end's room as Carson's going to take the snap. Gives the handoff to Noah Vaughn, and that's a new set of running right there as Noah pushes, grinds, and pounds and gets on to the power M, and that is a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. I was trying to see, uh, I think that's number 12 there, uh, Edward Culliver, the tight end. He he thought he was going to hit Noah right there around the line of scrimmage, and he just pinballed off of him and got the extra seven yards for the first down. I don't know if it was just me, but right then when Noah took the football, a lot of times he's patient in the backfield and then makes a good cut and, and turns the wick up. That time he was full gallop from the time Carson gave him the football. They're going to run that trips formation out to the left. They're going to fake the handoff to Noah, try to deliver. Markell has it. Can he get away? And he is fighting. Gets across the, the Cleveland 35-yard line and down to the Cleveland 32 before he's dropped. But that will be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, and that was number 24 again, Jonathan Harrellis again. He was holding on for dear life. I mean, he, he had him wrapped up around the – I would say midsection was just holding on, getting dragged by Markel for probably about four or five extra yards. Pickup of 20 yards for the Liberty commit, and Markel Fortenberry making his presence known here early in this football game. Carson breaks the huddle. A few times you'll see a huddle from this Rebel offense. He uh, is talking to Noah. Going to get him set back up. Two receivers to the left. Noah Vaughn to the left hip pocket. Fakes it to Noah. Flips it in the flat to Markell. Markell stood up at the 23-yard line, and that's where he'll come to rest. Pick up of nine there on first down, Mr. Hips. 
Another incredible slant play. Uh, Markel with them big hands just snagged it right in front of the safety and another nine-yard gain for this Maribel offense. Well, and the success that Noah can have running the football, you have to you have to respect that. So it stalls the defense for a half second. That's all Markel needs to get open. They're going to keep a, a wide set here. It's going to pull some defensive backs over there to, to cover the wideouts. Watch for a Noah run right here. Carson Jones is going to get it, going to give it to the deuce, and he's going to get across the 25-yard line, get his nose down, and drive inside the common sense pest control red zone down to the 18-yard line. That's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty Executive first down. They've racked those up tonight. And there was Noah, the patience of Noah's uh, with the inside-out run. I think there was about three Cleveland players that were holding on to him when he was going down, and that's a good another great run by Noah. You know, that's, I got us averaging 8.9 yards a carry. Well, that's the seventh first down for the Red Rebels tonight. We've only played eight minutes of football here. Carson looks at the sideline to get the play from Coach Hunt. He's looking. Now he's got it. He's going to check it at the line of scrimmage. Going to have Caleb Dumford to the right, DJ Burks, and looks like Carson Jones up top. Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. Shotgun snap taken, fake to Noah. He's going to have to take it himself. He's going to tuck, get across the 15-yard line, get what you can get, down to the 14. It's going to be a pickup of four there on first down. Good uh, good decision by Carson Jones. Yeah, great awareness there by Carson Jones. He felt the blitz coming from his outside. He ducked underneath it. He just turned the ball upfield, unfortunately, for him. Number 21, uh, Ted O'Brien tackled him from behind. Let's look, DJ's going to check out of the football game. Looks like who are we checking in? Jackson Phillips will come in. Got Gage Ledoux and Noah Vaughn in there. I think there's a lot of options here to throw this. I'm really liking Markel one-on-one across the middle right now. Yeah, looks like he. If, if ever there's been a decent matchup, though, Cleveland's got a tall kid on him. Looks like number nine. But it looks like Carson and Shotgun's going to take the snap. He's going to actually give it to Noah. Noah stutter steps, spin oh, moves, spin cycle is on, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Noah Vaughn, what more can you say? That spin that spin cycle he puts people on is just incredible. Oh, so. I, I don't know if it's a Whirlpool or a Frigidaire, but, Lord, <laughs> he's got it moving. It's a Samsung. It's a Samsung. It's a front loader, I guarantee it. But Noah Vaughn is, is off and rolling, and he is into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Corbin Price on to attempt the extra point. Charles Trenum will be the holder. Let's see. Trenum is is down. He will he will tee it up at his own ten or at the ten yard line. Corbin's ready. The snap is made. The hold is down. The kick is up. And Chris, it's good. Yeah. Three oh one to go here in the first quarter of play. The Rebels fourteen. The visiting Cleveland Blue Raiders zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back to Maryville High School's Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field, where your Rebels have blanked so far. The Cleveland Blue Raiders, 14 to nothing is this early score. 3 one to go here in the first quarter, Chris. Rebels two for two offensively. 
Yeah, just two incredible drives. I mean, they both started kind of deep in their zone and just, you know, I think we said meticulous, you know, just dinking, dunking, short passes mixed in with some big runs by Noah. Trenum to kick this one away. He'll kick it from his own 40. The kick is away, and it's a long, deep one, and it is going to go out of the back of the end zone. Touchback. The Blue Raiders will start at their own 20-yard line. I just want to point out that Noah literally just took four steps and just stopped because he knew that was so far deep in the end zone. Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Trenum, you talk about Mr. Dependable, that's a weapon. You know, special teams is, is a place where a lot of schools, you look at teams like Fulton, you look at other teams, they've got double-digit special teams touchdowns. A kicker like Trenum, he takes that avenue away. That's huge. But it looks like Lambert for Cleveland's going to bring his troops back out. He's going to have Tito Boyd in the backfield with him, see if they can do anything. Shotgun. He's going to fake to Mr. Boyd and going to try to keep it himself. Does he do it? No, he does not. Number 21 for the Reb Rebels. Caleb Graham all over it. Gets him for a huge sack. Loss of about seven on the play. A great play there by Caleb Graham. He uh, stayed at home when Tito bounced outside and noticed he didn't have the ball and just stayed with the quarterback for the sack. Well, I think it was one of those deals. You probably would have got more out of it if you give the football to Tito. There was a, a lane there, but Lambert rips it out of his gut, and he had to pay for it. Lost seven yards on the play. Ball on the on the Cleveland 13-yard line. Lambert's going to get it. Give it to Mr. Boyd this time. He's going to go ahead forward, get to the 15, get a little bit of that back, but it's going to bring up third and a minute, third and 15 upcoming. And that was just uh, the dogs of Michael Bethea and Keyshawn Harper, you know, there to meet him in the hole and the rest of the uh, Maribor defense to join in on the tackle. Yeah, Lambert is, uh, <laughs> it's not just the black jerseys he's seeing. He's seeing a lot of aggressive players coming at him. The defensive front for Maribor owning the line of scrimmage at this point, and uh, Lambert just trying to hold on. I don't think there's an opportunity for him to throw it. But Lambert's going to stay in shotgun. Tito Boyd to his backside. Now he's going to look to throw. He steps up, wants to... I don't know what that was, baseball throw. The intended receiver was number five, Brian Beard Jr., uh, but probably D.J. Burks had a better look at it. As I said, luckily for uh, Cleveland on that play, the ball came out low because Peyton Cooper underran it too, and he was right there, and D.J. over the top. That could have easily been an intersection around the 30-yard line. Minute 38 seconds to go, just a minute and a half off the clock, and they're having to punt away to this Rebel offense yet again. I'll tell you where we're at. Who's the deep man? I'm trying to get a name on that. That looks like Cannon Cannon, Cannon Johnson, and uh, he's going to stand at the Rebel 49-yard line to take this punt. And now, look at look at the shift that Maribel has on this punt block. They're all to the left. Locked, locked. Lambert's punt is into the back of the offensive line, and it is rolling, and they're going to call oh, him down at the one-yard line. Jason Lineker. But what about a, a push up front to really push that offensive line back and cause the punt to go in the back of the offensive line? That would have been a steak dinner, I think. <laughs> he, he told me last week he missed out on that opportunity, and I think he was really wanting to get in the end zone on that one. Well, as, as it fumbles down, gets to the one-yard line, they're going to call him down right there, uh, but that's as good as the score. Last week gave him short field. I think it's going to be huge. And I want to give props out to Mr. Ken Main. I think we uh, talked about that pregame, how if we shifted over to that left where he wants to run up There's time. and try to kick it, there's time to block it, and there was that opportunity. Looks like we're going to bring in the baby hippo, the rhino, the large <laughs> animal of some sort. But it's going to be DJ Burks at the controls, and they're going to run in. It looks like is that Peyton Cooper. Peyton Cooper going to run in to be a little extra beef. 
DJ is going to take the snap. He's going to run straight ahead. No cut left, and the greatest cut he can make tonight, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. <laughs> you know, I asked DJ this one time. I said, do you ever want to hand the ball off? And his answer is, no, I want to score it. So. No, no. I think I think Hippo could be called the, the running DJ. The really. running DJ. But with a minute and 23 seconds to go, Mr. Hips, the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Your Rebels lead 20 to nothing, and Corbin Price looking to add another. Charles Trenum will hold. Corbin Price to attempt. The snap is back. The hold is down. The kick is up. And, yes, it's good. Into Jeff Weaver's yard. And uh, Corbin Price got a leg on him, too. But the Blizzard scoreboard now reads your Rebels 21. The visiting Cleveland Blue Raiders 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here on your home for Rebel Sports, WGAP. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Welcome back to Maryville High School. Skeeter Shield Stadium's got a dandy on its hands. Rebels up 21 to nothing. That was a DJ Burks touchdown. So we have a Noah Vaughn touchdown, a DJ Burks touchdown. And who got the first touchdown? I mean, it's just we stack them up over here. But uh, it's a it's a great outing. Time of possession, you look at it. It's been quick scores for the Rebels, but they do own time of possession. 7.28 for the Red Rebels, 4 minutes, 32 seconds for Cleveland. Just really a lot of three and outs on defense, a lot of a lot of aggressive play there. But as a minute 23 is what remains here in the first, Charles Trenum will kick it away. He's going to go deep again, a high boomer. Cleveland's already walking to the sideline. It hits the B, bounces, hits the fence, and it will be a touchback. It'll come out to the 20-yard line. That was number uh, two out there. I'm trying to remember. That's a, the stun with Thomas there. Just threw his hand up like, oh, well, I didn't even try. <laughs> Special teams, guys, you know, some of the young players for opposing teams get out there and they're like, hey, special teams, this is my place to make an impact. And then Trenton puts it in the end zone. They're like, well, we'll do it again the next week. Looks like it looks like Mike Bethea wanted to get in there. He's going to be sent back to the to the sideline. Lambert's going to hand it to Tito Boyd. He's going to go around right in. He's going to put his nose down. Good run by, by the, the big boy running back. And he's going to get out to, I think they're going to give him the 29. It's going to be a nine-yard pickup there on first down. Nice sweep play by Cleveland. And that's what we were talking pregame. You don't want to let him get out in the open because he's a big guy. And, that, you know, DJ's a hard-hitting safety himself. But, you know, it took everything I think T DJ had to get him out to the ground by himself. Well, and they, they extended the play. They had some nice pulling blockers. And uh, Tito had a had an arsenal in front of him. But Lambers quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Wanted the hard count. Maribel doesn't bite. Checks the play at the line of scrimmage. Trips to the left, no receivers to the right. I think it's Mr. Boyd again. He's going to make one cut, goes back to the teeth of the Rebel defense. Doesn't get much, but he does get enough to move the sticks. First down, Cleveland out to the 32-yard line, maybe 33. That's just a good hard run by uh, Boyd. He knew where he needed to get to get the first down. Peyton Cooper hit him right at the line of scrimmage, but he just fell forward. That's the first first down of the game for the Blue Raiders. 
25 seconds to go here in the first quarter. That just talks to the teeth, like I'm talking, of this Rebel defense. Looking to the sideline, making adjustments on the fly, but Lambert's quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Boyd in the backfield. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. They're going to move number 21, and it's going to be Tate O'Brien across the formation. Lambert's wanting to throw. I think it skipped to him. Now his knees were on the ground, so if he caught it either way, he's down. So they're going to say catch is made. I thought I thought it kind of skipped to him, but they're going to say he got under it. And it is going to be second down and about five yards to go. But as we go to second down, we'll also, Chris, go to the second quarter. Clock hits zeros on the first. At the end of one, your Rebels up on Cleveland, 21 to nothing here at home. You'll be, we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back to second quarter action here from Maryville High School. Jim Renfro Field, where your Rebels are all over the Cleveland Blue Raiders, 21 to nothing. You look at this first quarter stats, 21 to nothing. Again, provided by Ken Maines. The stats always up to the minute. Eight first downs for the Rebels, one for Cleveland. That's a that's a huge stat in this game early on as just the defense has, has chomped up what has been uh, the attempts for the Blue Raiders. Total yardage, when you look at sacks and all the all accounted, 10 plays in the first quarter, Chris, four yards of offense. That's uh, that's speaking to me. Uh, Lambert is back out there after the uh, the end of quarter swap. He's now going to be going left to right here on Jim Renfro, and he'll be staring down. Should be a second down, five yards to go. Lambert's going to move number two, Destin Thomas, across the formation. They're going to switch it up on defense. Lambert's going to hand it off. I think he's going to get it to number five, Beard Jr., and he is going to – He's going to try to go off left guard, and he's going to go nowhere. I'm going to say no gain on the play. Third down, five to go. Yeah, that's just great uh, play by Mike Pathea. He hit him right in the hole. I think Caleb Graham was right there to help tackle him, and Manicure finished him up. I saw Tito Boyd. Uh, he kind of was limping back there for a minute in the backfield. They're going to move. Actually, they're going to insult the injury. going to back that up one. It's going to be third down, six to go. Lambert's going to quick snap it. He's going to take a three-step drop, wants to throw, nowhere to go with it. He's going to have to tuck and go. And who oh, is that fumble on the play? They're going to call him down. That's a bad call. That's a bad call. Jacob Richmond had all green in front of him, but they're going to call him down. Oh, man, that was – Oh, wow. He was still in standing up when the ball came loose. I don't know how they called him down. You but. think we can go to replay? <laughs> Yeah, like you said, uh, Richmond right there had no nobody in front of him. It was wide open. Hey, we got replay right there. I was going to say, we got <laughs> replay here. I just don't know if we can use it, if that's official. Oh, man, it looked... but that's, a, that's saving grace right there for Cleveland. That would have been six more on the board as Richmond, a reigning player of the week candidate, or, or I guess recipient, uh, would have would have been off to the races and into the end zone before I could get it out. And Maryville's playing this uh, punt as a 
defensive punt. Fourth down, six to go. Lambert is going to quickly get this one away. Cannon Johnson will take it. He'll take it in his own 25, go left. He's going to get across the 35, across the 40, 45, 50, and a shoestring tackle by number 53, Bo Baker, for Cleveland's all that kept Cannon Johnson from pay dirt into the end zone. That's a big boy, but that red helmet, I think, gave him a little bit of extra speed boost right there to trip Cannon Johnson up on the sideline, or he might have got to the end zone. He, he made some really nice cuts. Cannon Johnson, a player that you get you get the ball in his hands, and I like what he's doing with it. Cannon Johnson, a uh, he, he's the guy that finished off the Alcoa football game with that big interception, and he's a guy that's really earned that starting spot at corner. Going to be first and 10 Red Rebels, and they're going to be in Cleveland territory to start this drive. Carson Jones got Noah Vaughn to his left, two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to pump fake. No, he's going to rip it. He gets it to Carson Jones, and it is going to be Carson Jones. He's got three, three Blue Raiders on him, and he said, I want more. He gets down to the 31-yard line. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. I think we're seeing the difference in the weight rooms here for uh, Maribel and Cleveland because these Maribel Rebels are not going down. It's taking multiple Cleveland uh, players to try to even tackle them. And quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Now I'm going to give Cleveland time to uh, to adjust, trying to add to this 21 to nothing lead they sit with. Carson looks to the sideline. Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket at the moment. Little stack set of Jackson Phillips, Carson Jones, and I'm trying to get that third. That may be uh, Julius Toto. Julius Toto. And they're going to give the handoff to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go left. One got to beat. Shoestring tackles cleared. He gets 20, 15, 5. Touchdown! Touchdown, oh. Rebels! Making sure Noah's okay. He kind of got a horse collar tackle in the end zone. I don't think they called it, though. Yeah, he got thrown to the pylon, but not before. Inside the end zone for a touchdown. 9.23 to go in this second quarter, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Your Rebels now lead 27 to nothing, and Corbin Price out to attempt. That's a, that's a nasty play. Cleveland went extremely low on, on uh, Noah multiple times. Shoestrings aren't going to get this cat down. He steps out of them and steps into the end zone. Corbin Price stands at his own 14-yard line. The hold is down. The kick is up, and it's over the field house. It's good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Rebels 28. The visiting Cleveland Blue Raiders 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. And welcome back to Maryville High School. I thought Chris was going to get caught singing the intro song right there. That would have been epic. But the Rebels lead the Cleveland Blue Raiders 28 to nothing, Chris. And, and we talked about it at the break explosive is probably not a good enough word for this rebel offense yeah we were just looking at the uh, stats uh, the longest drive they've had right now is around four minutes 
Then you got a touchdown of four seconds, another touchdown drive of 56 seconds, and two minutes and 28 seconds on all four drives. Trenum's kick is uh, all but a formality as it goes out of the back of the end zone. First contact was back at the white stripe, the back of the end zone, and it's going to be a touchback. Cleveland gets to start at their own 20. I don't know that we can't just bypass that. His leg got to get be getting tired. I mean, I thought it was going to be a field goal right there. I had my arms up like, oh, it's going through, but it fell just short. Got the uh, Maryville faithful kind of making the trip back and forth between the concession stand. But now that in the second quarter he's kicking that way, that's not safe travel. Lambert's going to be in at quarterback. He's going to stand at his own 15-yard line. Going to have Tito Boyd in the backfield. He's going to give it to Mr. Boyd. He's going to try to stretch it to the left side. He gets through one tackler and tries to back his way to a first down, but he's not going to get it. They're going to go stop of forward progress at the 25-yard line. That's pick up a five on first down. It'll bring up second in the same amount, second five. Yeah, that's just a great uh, open field tackle there by Cannon Johnson. Hit him around the 23-yard line. Like you said, Tito Boyd was backing his way up toward the sideline. And, of course, the rest of the Maryville defense was there to help bring him down. You know, and, and you know, we talk about the the uh, the nutrition and the, the uh, I guess, athleticism of the Rebels. Uh, Rebels are hungry right now. Cleveland looks tired already. Lambert's going to get this quick snap. He's going to give it to Boyd again. He's going to go right side this time. And again, he's got he, that must be his thing. He backs it down, tries to get more yards. He's going to get one on the play. Going to bring up third and four. Yeah, but he ran into the stone wall of Jason Menneker down there. Uh, Jason told me he's going to do everything he can to keep him on this, uh, keep keep him from getting out on the edge. Did a great job. Made him bounce back up and hit the tackle in the hole. Tito's a special player, but if, if he doesn't get to full gallop, uh, it, it's going to be hard for him to have a good night here. Looks like Cleveland's wanting to make a change, making some signals there, switching the switching Beard Jr. from uh, left of the formation back to the right. They're going to have two to the left, two to the right. Tito Boyd straight behind Lambert. Shotgun snap taken, a little three-step drop, wants to throw it, nowhere to go. He's going to rip it and in and out of the hands of the intended uh, receiver, 21, Tate O'Brien. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not sure we didn't get there a touch early, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I think, Eli Haynes there. He, he was playing the ball, wanting to get the ball, but I think just a little bit over the top before the ball got there completely. And Unfortunately, the yellow flags came afterwards. I think he's used to how C5 gets the ball delivered, and when uh, when it took a little longer to get there, Eli was there before the ball was. That's a that's a that's an effort play. You you don't like them, but you can take them. Mr. Eli Hames, a guy who likes to get after it. So that's going to be a first down for Cleveland. That'll be that won't consider that won't be considered their second first down, but it will be one, as it'll be first down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the Cleveland 41-yard line. That's a uh, I would argue that's probably the farthest they've made it so far tonight. Lambert trying to get some clarity from the uh, the head official. Now they're back to play. Two receivers to the right. Going to be a little stack set to the left. One-on-one. -on -one. Looks like he's wanting to throw it out in the flat. He gets it out in the flat, and it is going to be – let's see who the intended – the receiver was, 14. That's Rodney Brodnax, Jr., and it's going to be a pickup of five yards there on first down, second and five. It's just a curl out there by Brodnick Jr., but Kenny Johnson was right there. As soon as he made the tackle, hit him, brought him straight down to the ground. Yeah, that's something we haven't seen on the flip all night long. Ball on the 41 of Cleveland, 7.20 to go here in this, uh, in this football game, and it is uh, second quarter action. As they're going to hand this one away, Running back goes around the left end and tries to get ahead forward. Picks up a couple. It's going to bring up third down and short. 
Yeah, that was a design play, I think, for Drew Lambert, the quarterback. I don't oh, know. Wow. I think it was supposed to be in a pitch, but I think uh, Tito ran ahead of him, so he just followed in behind him on the curl. Don't get me wrong. It's it's still third down, um, one yard to go, looks like. But uh, they, they ran in at the 49 and then set the ball at the 50. It's just a point to make there. But Lambert's going to stay in the shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Tito Boyd and Tate O'Brien in the backfield with him. I'd be surprised if they ain't going to Tito Boyd on this play. Third down, one yard to go. They're going to flip O'Brien. Oh, false start. And looks like a little movement up front. And that will make it a little more difficult. Third down, I guess six to go here after the penalties assessed. Yeah, I think the left guard was hearing the clap. I think they're going to a clap count. And on the second clap, I think he jumped up thinking the play was supposed to go off then. It's going to be third and six. That's, uh, you know, there's, there's, I don't want to say there's less options, uh, but Chris, there's less options. Third down, six yards to go. You're talking about a team that uh, after 12 offensive plays, they had four yards of total offense. So uh, six is hard to come by. They're going to have a, a, a weird trips to the right. They're going to have one receiver to the left. Lambert's going to take a three-step drop. Nothing doing. He's going to have to throw it away. Flip the football up. And I was nearly intercepted, but they're going to call it incomplete. It's going to bring up fourth down. A wild and crazy third down play for Cleveland. Comes up empty. They'll punt this one away. Yeah, that was uh, number two, Destan Thomas, that tried to break on the ball, come back to it, and make the catch. And I guess while twisting over, the ball popped way up in the air and almost got picked off by Manneker. I mean, that, that's the stuff that, uh, that we can only hope to call, but uh, nearly a, a, an amazing interception opportunity for the Rebel defense. But Lambert, this is very similar to last week. Lambert, the quarterback and the punter, so it's just you always have to kind of play the fake. Looks like that one's going to be a low spiral, and it's going to take a Cleveland bounce. Maryville stays away from it, and it rolls out of bounds at the Rebel 14-yard line, roughly the worst field position for the Rebels. But I think that just allows him to eat more clock. 5.55 to go here in the second quarter. Rebels look to flip it on offense. You're listening to WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865. And welcome back to Maryville High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips, and you're in second quarter action here as the Rebels are all over Cleveland, 28 to nothing. First down for the Rebels going right to left here on Jim Renfro. There's a handoff to Noah Vaughn. Pickup of two yards. He's going to be up to the Rebels' 16-yard line. And he uh, ran into the wall of Jaden Acevedo there. That's a big 6'2", 280-yard uh, defensive end for Cleveland. Carson's going to take the snap, a little three, five-step drop, dumps it over to Noah Vaughn. He's in full gallop. Gets across the 35 to the 40, to the 50, to the 40, 30, 25, 20. One man Uh to beat and give number 14, Broadnecks Jr., some credit. He tackles Noah Vaughn, but I tell you, the deuce was loose, and he ripped off a huge run there, 71 yards on the pickup for the junior running back. And uh, what a what a gallop. Incredible screenplay there by Carson. He sold it well. The defensive ends both jumped down thinking they were going to get the sack, and it's a little drop over the top to Noah. Noah was in full gallop. Like you said, great play there by Brodnax Jr. to run from the opposite 
safety position and tackling before you get to the end zone. Looks like looks like you're going to see Gage Ledoux in for this one, and Noah's going to get a little breather after that big run. And uh, we'll see if they stay with the run game or if you see a Julius Toto cut across the middle. Carson's going to take it. He's going to deliver it out in the flat to Jackson Phillips. He's going to get the cut. He's going to get across the 10 and down to the six-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of eight there on first down. It's going to bring up second and two. Yeah, this is just a great uh, out pattern cut. I think they saw that Cleveland was trying to sell out on the run. Jackson Phillips tried to turn it upfield. Like you said, Bronix Jr. there again on the tackle for Cleveland. Yeah, give, uh, give Jackson Phillips some credit. He is working uh, progressively inside the common sense pest control red zone, and uh, that's, a, that's another player that has a nose for the end zone. A lot, of, a lot of opportunities down close to the end zone, a lot of success down there as well. Going to keep Gage Ledoux in the right hip pocket of Carson Jones. Shotgun formation, low snap, fakes the pitch to Gage Ledoux. He's going to have to, I think he's going to tuck and go. No, he delivers. And does he catch it? He does. Carson, Carson Jones. Jones to Carson Jones. The Jones and Jones boys get the Rebel touchdown, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. And that was uh, number two, Deshaun Thomas. He puts his hands up like, what am I supposed to do? Because he pulled up to try to stop Carson Jones, and he just tosses it right over his head for the easy touchdown. Well, it's almost, I, I tell you, Carson's, his body language I mean, it deceives everybody. It deceived me. He already gave it that tuck, like I'm about to take off with it. And then at that point, he sees Carson streaking at the goal line. He pulls up, knows where he's at on the field, delivers a nice little touch pass. Carson Jones touchdown. Great anticipation. Corbin Price with a kick up and good. And the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads, your Rebels 35, the visiting Blue Raiders of Cleveland 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate. 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field. I'll be honest, Chris, I'll be happy to run like a Noah. As uh, four plays, 86 yards, two minutes, 17 second time of possession on that score. Uh, one of their slower drives here as, as Charles Trenum wants to kick it away. And all the Blue Raiders can do is look as it goes into the end zone. Touchback. I think that's, uh, is, that, is that five for five, six for six? Five for five, because we got the ball yeah. first. Five for five for, Cor or for Charles Trenum touchbacks that's a that's a good night and and like i said when you take away special teams you're, you're taking away away a big portion of high school football uh, looks like the blue raiders going to try to come out here try to try to keep the clock from uh, moving the entire second half trying to get some points on the board try to try to escape here with some dignity i think their best play is just keep going back to tito boy and trying to extend a drive for that defense 
Trips to the left. Tito Boyd in his back pocket as he's going to stand right behind Lambert. Lambert thinks about it, changes the play at the line of scrimmage. Looks like Rebel's going to spread out, just trying to keep one in front of him. Lambert's going to take a three-step drop, want to throw it, and who's there for him? Mr. Manneker himself, the defending Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game with a big sack of Lambert, and uh, that's not going to do him any good. What did I tell you yesterday when we talked about this? I said I saw him at the JV game, and he guaranteed me he's going to try to make at least one or two sacks to help get his name in the uh, – Defensive player of the game in calling the, again. So. In the hat, no no doubt about it. It's going to be a loss of six on the play, Chris. Uh, that takes their uh, that takes their total offense for the first half down to 13 yards on 18 plays. Lambert's going to stand there. I see some pressure coming from the Rebels. He's going to take the snap, looks to the flat, gets it to number two, Destin Thomas, and he's going to go straight ahead forward and maybe gets back to the original line of scrimmage. Pickup of six, but it's still third down, 10 to go. Yeah, that's just a quick screen play. Uh, I think Markel being the corner out here set the edge, made sure he had to bounce back in where D.J. Burks was there to usher him to the ground. Well, and, and I think you're seeing some good minutes from this defense because they haven't seen a ton of reps out here. You know, they've, they've only seen 19 offensive snaps for, for the Blue Raiders. Uh, they're still very fresh. You look at the, the Rebels, they've only got 21 plays. They've got a few points to show for it, though. As Lambert's going to stay in shotgun, he's going to slap his hands. That's the snap signal. Wants to throw it. Finally gets it away. 21 for the Blue Raiders is the intended target and the reception's made. 21, Tate O'Brien. And he's going to get the first down, Chris. Nice play by uh, Lambert to kind of hang in there, take a shot. But Tate O'Brien makes the catch. First down, Blue Raiders. Ball at the 32-yard line. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, Rebels call that, but it's like a Sam linebacker blitz. So you had both your outside linebackers blitz. And uh, like you said, uh, Lambert did a great job. He stood in there, took a big shot from one of the linebackers and made a play for his team when he had to get the first down. Well, and, and you know, really and truthfully, the way that the, the defense has got upfield, Tito Boyd's almost been non-existent here in the first half. Minute 41 to go. Lambert wants to throw it again. Gets it out. Looks like to number six, DJ Adams. And he is going to be ushered. Does he get out of bounds or does he stay in bounds? Clock will stop, so I'm going to say got out of bounds. I saw the coach run on the field saying timeout. I think they're trying to call a timeout. They're going to get to the 35-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of three. Second down, seven upcoming. But as they take one, let's take one with them. Elite Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. Welcome back to Merrill High School. Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as Cleveland had a big time second down play and Lambert's going to have to tuck it, call his own number, gets around left end, 
and he's going to push it ahead forward. Not enough for the first down, so it's going to bring up a critical third down. He does get out of bounds, Chris, so it does stop the clock. Minute 22 seconds to go here. Rebels lead 35 to nothing. Yeah, and Maribel just dropping back into a basic uh, – Kind of like a 4-3-4. You can say it. Tennessee fans don't like it, but a prevent defense. Yeah, a the prevent bit. defense. They're going to allow any underneath thing. Uh, Keep Lever did a great them, thing, right? you know, just running out of bounds, save the timeouts. He's going to have Tito Boyd in his back pocket. Trips to the right, one receiver to the left. Snaps the football. Lambert wants to throw it. He uncorks it. Longest throw of the night, and it is going to be the catch he is made. It. Catch is made. Destin Thomas. What about him tracking it and making the catch? He's going to come up a little tight, but uh, nonetheless, probably the best catch of the night, by far the best play for the Blue Raiders tonight, and that's going to be a first down inside Rebel territory. And that's a great call by them. I mean, they caught Maribel off guard. I think, uh, I want to say DJ broke on the inside route and Destin jumped back out to the open, and he made a perfect play on the ball. Unfortunately, like I said, for for us, Maribel, he caught it just before he went out of bounds. Well, and Destin's, uh, he's, a, he's a knowledgeable kid, 6'2", 194, a senior, big body guy. Uh, he just made a play for his quarterback. Lambert wants to throw it again. He's, he's going to throw the jump ball again. Intended receiver there was 14, Broadnax Jr., and uh, he doesn't have the hops that uh, maybe a Thomas does. It goes over, sails over his head into the end zone, incomplete, out of harm's way. Second down, 10 to go. Ball on the Rebel, 26-yard line. I'm, I'm just trying to wonder. I mean, Drew Lambert's got a good arm. I mean, he's just showing some good arm strength there. Where has this been all the first, the rest of the first half for uh, Cleveland's it, offense? Well, I think it's Maniker, Mike Bethea, and company in his face. He doesn't have time to, to let receivers get that far downfield. But it uh, looks like they're, they're going to try to put points on the board. Minute, three seconds to go. Second down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the Rebel 26. Lambert's going to stay in shotgun. Beard Jr. and Tito Boyd in the backfield with him. He's going to take a little two, three-step drop, roll the pocket to the right, another rip. And I don't know that I don't know that number two Thomas didn't push off there, but uh, uncatchable ball really doesn't matter. But he uh, he had to fight his way down there with Markell, and that's not somebody I want to fight with. <laughs> well, I mean, like you just said, he's 6'2 himself, but that's a 6'4 Markell out there guarding him now, and it's going to be hard to jump ball against Markell. Markell was in a great position, like you said. I felt like number two kind of pushed him a little bit to keep him from getting the interception. Under 56 seconds to play here, and, uh, and Cleveland is down to third down. Ten yards to go as, as, as two their first two opportunities fell incomplete, overthrown. Manneker's going to flip right side to left side. I think some pressure's coming. Lambert's going to have to tuck it, get what he can get. He's going to get out of the shoestring tackle, and he is going to be met at the 20-yard line, driven back. But they'll give him forward progress down to the 20, and that's, uh, that's going to bring up a, a fourth down at the 20-yard line, Chris. Do you see if your kicker can get the points on the board, or do you roll the dice and get a t try to look for the touchdown? Well, if I'm them, I'm going for the touchdown. I mean, you, this is the farthest you made it down the field into Maryville territory, but Maryville actually called a timeout to, that, I think, to pre preserve some clock for themselves. <laughs> Let's see what's going to happen with 44.7 ticks to go in this first half. Maryville takes a timeout. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. We'll be back in just a second. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. 
And welcome back. A smooth first half is what it's been here at Maryville. The Rebels lead 35 to nothing over the Cleveland Blue Raiders. They're visiting, and uh, Chris, I'm not going to say we've been nice house guests. 35 points on the board for the Rebels and stoved them out to this point. Fourth down, four yards to go. Offense is on the football field. He's going to take the snap, wants to throw it. Quick out to number two, Destin Thomas, and uh, take what you can get. It's going to be a first down, Blue Raiders. Good play call there. Yeah, and Maryville dropped back into that prevent defense, gave him the quick out. Um, I think you, know, you can see the coaching staff a little bit upset that we did give that much of a cushion that they got an easy first down. However, I, like I said, I think you're willing to give that up. Well, and, and again, I think Maryville took the timeout to preserve clock. Uh, probably going to let Cleveland have the rest of this one, but – uh, that just shows the aggressiveness that uh, that they play with each and every week. Lambert takes the snap, a little couple-step drop. He wants to take off and run. A nice little arm grab by, uh, I'm trying to get that number, number 95. Frankie Diaz. Frankie Diaz holds up Lambert just long enough for the Calvary to show up and uh, stops Lambert for just a short gain. He's going to be down to the 14-yard line. Yeah, I'm out Cleveland there. They're he was wanting to go for it, but he just, unfortunately, like you said, Frankie Diaz was right there in his face trying to, Prevent that throw. <laughs> I'm not sure the last two minutes, Chris, hasn't taken as long as the first bit, but this is a Cleveland team that knows they have to score to have an opportunity to get the ball in the second half. And secondly, it's a defense for Maryville that's stingy. Don't want to let any points on the board. But as they take one, let's take one too. Mr. Lee Franks pays for them. Let's give it to him. Volunteer Home Mortgage. We'll be back in just a minute. If you own a SUV or light truck, Finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this at a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. We're here live, Maryville High School. Just missed the play. It was first, it was, hold on. We're second, moving stuff around. Second and 10. Should be second and 10 upcoming. The first down play there, Lambert tries to rip one to number six. I believe it was DJ Adams, and it's gonna fall incomplete. A nice play call, uh, just didn't execute there. It'll bring up now third and 10. And that was Zach Braden undercut and almost intercepted it for the Maryville defense. Lambert looks to the left before he takes the snap. A little three-step drop, wants to throw it again. Gets it to number 21, and he is going to sky up and over, and he gets into the end zone. That's a touchdown Cleveland. The seal is broken, Mr. Hips. Yeah, uh, I can see the coaching staff. They were a little upset that we gave him such a late touchdown. However, great play calling by Cleveland. They took advantage of a, some soft secondary action and got the touchdown. Tate O'Brien, the tight end linebacker, 6'3", 195. He catch it in stride and then knows where the end zone was, where the goal line was, and got up and over. So the Bliss Air scoreboard just changed. The Rebels still lead 35-6. to And number four for Cleveland, Bennett Smith, will be on for the PAT. Looks like 18 will be the holder. That's Jake Jenny. The snap is made. The hold is down. 
A nice push by the Rebel defense, but it is up and through. And the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads the Rebels 35, the visiting Cleveland Blue Raiders on the board at 7. 19 seconds to go here in the second quarter. We'll be back. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to Maryville High School Skeeter Shield Stadium. Looking at Jim Renfro Field, where your Rebels lead the visiting Blue Raiders 35 to 7. Cleveland just gets in the end zone as we look to close the second quarter, but Chris. 19 seconds on the clock. Cleveland knows what the deep men can do for the Rebels. What do you see happening right here? I think we're going to see an earlier pooch kick uh, down here toward probably one of the upper corner guys. Although I think you caught it pretty good, a little squiver. But, I mean, the short kick he's stepping, he's going to probably go short, I'm going to say. Let's see. Number four, four Bennett Smith to kick this one away. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a little – Scoop kick, and it's going to be taken by D.J. Burks. He wants to stretch it. He goes to the left side of the field, runs across the numbers. Gets, I tell you, that number one for Cleveland, Micah Jordan, just saved a long run for D.J. D.J. had it stretched, just needed to cut up field, and uh, Micah pushed him one more, and he gets out of bounds. However, I do want to point out, we're sitting around the, I thought he got to the 40, and they're dropping all the way back to the 37. But still, I was going to say, this far upfield, I mean, Take your one-on-one deep shot with Markel if you have a chance. Yeah, 11.8 seconds to go. Uh, let's see if they roll the pocket and see what we've got. we got Julius Toto up top. got Markel Fortenberry down here on number two, Destin Thomas. Destin's had a lot of, a lot of mileage here this last couple minutes. Carson's going to take the shotgun snap, fake the handoff, wants to throw it, pumps it once, now delivers out in the flat to Jackson Phillips. Jackson's going to run out of bounds. After a quick pickup, he's going to pick up about five on the play. And I'm going to say the clock didn't move yeah, the very much. the play clock didn't move. I think that's what they're trying to point out. I heard the uh, Cleveland coach from all the way over here yelling about it. It's going to be in 10.9 seconds to go. So, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to agree with them, but you play what you got. That's probably about three or four seconds that didn't get rolled off because that was a little bit of a long play for Maribel. Coach is uh, talking, and uh, looks like the umpire is going to come over to uh, possibly make an adjustment. Now we're just circling. I think he's saying about five or six seconds. 5.9. Now he's going to stand there with Carson Jones. 5.9 is what they're going to change it to, so they're going to roll five seconds off what it was sitting. 5.9 ticks. So, Chris, this is possibly two plays, but I, I think you go for it in one. He's got to be a quick out and try to get to about the 50-yard line and get out of bounds or get down and call a timeout. Carson Jones in shotgun. He's going to fake the pitch play, see what he's got. He's going to deliver on the fat to Gage Ledoux. Gage gets across the 45 out of bounds with .9 seconds. Well, you got one shot. We're trying to get to Markel both plays. You can see that it's there. Unfortunately, Markel got pressed closer to the line of scrimmage. So he wasn't able to get off the uh, line of scrimmage as quick that time to get up for a, hopefully a deep shot. 
Yeah, I, I think this is going to obviously be the last play of the first half. But I think if you see Markel cut back right across the center of the field, if it's there, that's where you go with it. And this is also one of the plays I really like to see Jackson Phillips. Sometimes he can sneak out of the backfield across the middle and usually gets big plays, you know, worst-case scenario, maybe lateral it off to another Maribel player. They're going to check the line, play at the line of scrimmage. Gage Ledoux in the backfield. They're going to fake that handoff, delivering the flat to Julius Toto. He is across the middle, and he is going to take the catch, get up or get down to the Cleveland 42-yard line. But the clock will expire as he is tackled, and that's how the first half will come to an end. At the end of two, your Rebels lead the Cleveland Blue Raiders 35-7, to and you're listening to Rebel Radio. Let's take us a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show. You're listening 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Don't forget, from halftime through the remainder of the game, visit Rebel Radio WGAP on Facebook and Twitter for this week's Red and Black Throwback Trivia Question. First correct answer wins a Windy City Grill gift card. The Red and Black Throwback, presented by Windy City Grill. Go Rebels! Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. 
Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome in to the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the Chris Hips as we are trying not to break windows here in the press box, trying to close it as we are... Uh, here at the halftime show, and, and the, the, the band for Cleveland on the field right now, just trying to get it done. What do you think, Chris? I think we've messed up. <laughs> but, you know, hold on. Hold on right there. Chris, what, do you, what did you see? You know, we, we talked about it off the air a little bit as we were getting to the halftime. The Red Rebels surrender a touchdown there late. That's going to get the clock stopping early in the second half. That may or may not be the worst thing that's happened to Cleveland tonight just because that's going to bring some aggression there at halftime. That's going to bring some some adjustments at halftime. And I think ultimately, uh, you know, a thing that could have been a mundane halftime, there's improvement to be made now. There's things to work on. And ultimately, Cleveland's got life. You've got to, you've got to stop that early in the second half. Yes, and they get the ball to start the second half, which, you know, unfortunately for Maribel, is the first time this year that that's going to happen against them. But at the same time, you know, I look at it this way. We're going to have a chance to get our defense back out there, you know, maybe hopefully set the tone early that, you know, we're not going to let another drive like that happen. And like I said, we we, we gave them that drive. We allowed them to get them methodical underneath uh, passes. Unfortunately, the one big pass is what killed us the most. 
you know, and the thing is, is 30 plays, 99 yards is their first half total. And that doesn't seem like a lot. That seems like a great defensive outing. The problem is previous to that final drive, I think it was 18 plays, 19 plays, 14 yards. Yeah. So most of this offensive production came in that last drive. But if you look at it individually, I love what Maryville's putting out there. Noah Vaughn has been the workhorse. Nine carries, 83 yards, three touchdowns. He's been all over it tonight. Carson Jones has tucked it once for four yards. DJ Burks with the hippo touchdown package. One yard, one run. One touchdown. Uh, in the receiving category, Noah Vaughn also in that. One catch, 71 yards. Markel Fortenberry, three with 46. Carson Jones, th- two for 23 and a touchdown. Gage Ledoux, three catches, 22 yards. DJ Burks, one for 15. And Julius Toto, that final catch, one for 13. On the on the Cleveland side of things, seven are on the board for them, but how'd they get there? Tito Boyd has five carries, 21 yards. All the rest of their rushing yardage has been the wrong direction. Drew Lambert has had eight rushes, minus 16, a lot of those being sack yardage. Uh, and then Brian Beard Jr. has two carries, minus three yards. The opening play was minus three, so he's really just balanced from there. Uh, and then you look in the receiving category, Destin Thomas, four catches, 55 yards. Tate O'Brien, two catches, 26 yards, and a touchdown. So if you look at it, uh, all their basically offensive performance has come from those two wide receivers. Then you've got Brian Beard Jr., one catch for seven yards. Rodney Brodnax Jr., one catch for five yards. And D.J. Adams, one catch for four yards. Chris, uh, really really those two wide receivers has made uh, Cleveland have any, any sense of hope. Yeah, and like you said, that, that one big play, the 38-yard pass there to uh, Thomas the uh, Stone, Thomas down here. I mean, it was Destin. 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 Well, I said he, uh, <laughs> you know, that one play was what I think was what broke the Maribel's back right there at the end because we were had him. I think it was third and nine, third and eight. It was deep in Cleveland's territory. Minute 49 seconds left. You know, you turn it over there. Maribel goes down, score again, makes a 42 to nothing. That's Almost ball game. So, I think the way this defense yeah. is playing, it was ball game for a minute. But I'll say this though: uh, I'll say Cleveland has found a little success in that soft spot in the middle of the field. Uh, that's going to be an adjustment that's got to be made. But you know, I, I don't know how much you can take from that last series. That was very much a keeping in front of you kind of defense. That wasn't the aggressive style that you'd seen earlier in the game. But uh, I tell you, Cleveland's brought their band down here, and they're doing a great job out here. Field show, full uniform. Color guard integrated into the band. That's a that's a good looking band out there. I'm trying to figure out what these little are they time clocks? A little white. They are clocks. I'm yeah. not sure what their uh, what the the theme of their show is, but it uh, is uh, it's interesting. And and their drum majors at the back of the field, which is is a little different in itself. But uh, with 10:54 to go, uh, let's take us a break. Uh, listen to these five sponsors. When we come back, we're going to look around the area. Some interesting scores as we've looked up on Coach T so far, and uh, we'll talk about a little bit of the red and black throwback trivia. Again, remember, you got to listen to win. The question will be coming. It is related uh, to your Red Rebels, and uh, shocker, it's got something to do with Cleveland. We'll give it out after the break. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. 
Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. We all come from many walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577 and you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. And welcome back to the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips and uh, Chris. Cleveland's band just finished up, and that was a huge sound. We shut the window, and it was still coming through big. So good job by the, that crew, and uh, really just waiting on the Rebel Band uh, to come out here and show us what they can do. They're they're a great. They've put on a great field show each and every week. But uh, Chris, as we do each and every week here at halftime, the Red and Black Throwback Trivia is where we're gonna gotta get to tonight. Uh, the question tonight, and again, for those who may just be listening tonight, Red and Black Throwback Trivia. I'm gonna give you a, a trivia question relative to the Red Rebels. Go to Facebook or Twitter, follow Rebel Radio, WGAP, Rebel Radio, WGAP, on Facebook or Twitter, and if you're the first one to get the right answer, you get a Windy City Grill gift card. Pretty pretty snazzy gift uh, for, for just answering a question, right? 
I know. Can I answer it still? Or no? you, you're still in. Oh, you're still in. Like I feel like it's about the second week in December, you can answer all the questions I want to get. All right. You know, as long as I got a chance for that Wendy City gift card. I'll I be, didn't I'll say anything about that. Oh. I said you can answer questions. All right. But uh, this week's trivia question again: Red and Black Throwback Trivia. Ryan Maples tied the Maryville High School record for catches in a single game in 1999 against the Cleveland Blue Raiders. Again, Ryan Maples tied the Maryville High School record for catches in a game in 1999 against Cleveland. How many catches did he have that night? Again, Ryan Maples tied the MHS school record for catches in a single game in 1999 against the Cleveland Blue Raiders. How many catches did Mr. Ryan have that night? First one to answer it. It's going to post here in just a second. First one to answer that correctly, Windy City Grill gift card. We'll be watching Facebook and Twitter. So if you don't follow us, you should. Rebel Radio WGAP, get those answers rolling and get that gift card in your pocket. But, Chris, uh, talk a little bit about scoring drives there in the first half. The way the 35 points came to the Red Rebels, Noah Vaughn, a one-yard touchdown run, uh, Corbin Price as the PAT, that gets it to 7 to nothing. Red Rebels. The next one, Noah Vaughn puts it in again, 14 yards out, but in the end zone nonetheless, 14 to nothing, Red Rebels. DJ Burks on the Hippo package, 21 to nothing, Red Rebels. Noah Vaughn again, 31 yards out, 28 to nothing, Red Rebels, if you're keeping up. Carson Jones, then a little, a beautiful touch pass. Jones to Jones connection for six yards makes it 35 to nothing. And really, at that point, we think the clock's going to roll in the second half. And then kind of to, to cap the, the second quarter, cap the first half, Tate O'Brien, the reception from Drew Lambert uh, for 14 yards, makes the touchdown 35 to 7 to trim the Rebel lead to 28 going into the half. Yeah, I was a little saddened by that touchdown because I was hoping to have the uh, running clock for us. But like I say, got to give credit to Cleveland. They took advantage of it and scored right there at the end. And they're going to also get the ball to start the second half. So we're going to see how this defense responds to giving up that touchdown. Well, I think if you look at it, uh, you know, Cleveland, uh, they're not down and out right now. I think they've found some things in the throw game. They're, they're getting a little risque, if you will. They're, they're kind of trying to make things happen. But – I think they're going to work uh, in the halftime to kind of shore up some of that cushion that the Rebel defense gave, and I think it's going to be interesting to see the defense because we're going to see them first series out of the gate here in the second half. Uh, but let's, uh, you know, as we uh, wait on responses here uh, for the Red and Black Throwback Trivia, let's look at scores from around the area. Uh, trying to pull up Coach T here. I know one that really shocked me was that Dobbins-Bennett-Jefferson County game. That that has a major implication as to who may come this way uh, first couple weeks there. If you look at it, Jefferson County currently is the halftime score, 28-14 to 14 over Dobbins Bennett. It was 28-7 to 7 for a long time there. If you look at uh, David Crockett, Cherokee, we'll scroll right past that one. Science Hill, previous last week's opponent for the Red Rebels, up 14 to nothing over Morristown East. Morristown East winless on the season. Uh, Science Hill trying to get above 500 at this point. Uh, Mr. Rob Huddleston replied on Twitter at 14 catches for Ryan Maples. That is incorrect. Uh, it is, uh, I mean, that's close, but you're just a touch high. Uh, Greenville is all over Seymour, 42 to nothing. Elizabethan. All over Sullivan East, 35 to nothing. Tennessee High, Morristown West in a dog fight. Tennessee High, a one and three football team, up 10 to seven over Morristown West. West is four and two on the season, so uh, that's a little bit of an upset brewing right there. Volunteers up 13 to six over Granger County. And West Ridge and William Blunt, a halftime score. West Ridge 14, 
William Blunt, seven. Give the uh, governor some credit on defense. Holding West Ridge to 14 right there. Alcoa at the half ahead of Cookville, 28 to nothing. So they have some work to do to get the second half clock moving. Bradley Central is up on Bearden at the half, 21 to three. South Doyle is up on Fulton, second quarter score, 30 to 14. Second quarter, Farragut 28, Hardin Valley 3, not a surprise there. And then at, at the half, Knox West, 5-1 and one, Knox West, who literally hasn't lost in regulation, uh, 49 to nothing right now at the half over the Heritage Mountaineers. Knox Central hosting Cock County and not being good house guests, 48 to nothing over the Fighting Cocks. And uh, right here at Maryville, 35 to 7, the Rebels over the Blue Raiders. But, uh, Chris, I told you, the Marching Rebel Band is going to be out there doing something, and, and somewhere over the rainbow came through this window, and that's a great performance. Yeah, I was watching the uh, major down here. He was uh, all over the field. He started on that back stand and ran all the way around <laughs> to the front stand once they turned back around from the Cleveland sideline. <laughs> I know he had to be out of breath after that long of a run all the way around, I'd say about 30, 40 yards. I'm trying to trying to get up. Everybody is liking this, uh, this red and black throwback, so appreciate all of the uh, – the interest here, let me check. There was Facebook. No, no answers yet on Facebook, so jump in there. And we are updating. We have multiple responses there on. Uh, so we've got 14 again. No, that, that is incorrect answer. 14 is not the answer. So, again, still alive. If you're on Facebook or Twitter and you don't follow Rebel Radio, it is Rebel Radio underscore WGAP. Uh, we have posted the question. Just comment below that picture or reply if you're on Twitter. Uh, your correct answer will the correct answer will receive a Windy City Grill gift card. Uh, receive I get what am I saying? Receivable is that right? <laughs> you can pick it up at Windy City. Uh, you'll always be excited uh, to have some really good food there. But as we uh, as we wait for the Rebel Marching Band to get done with their halftime show, again wearing it out. Uh, let's give some thanks to our sponsors. 2021 has been really good to Rebel Radio, and there has been some great sponsors jump on board twin city certified in maryville presents the game each and every week game of the week sponsor stevenson tire windy city grill bob ramsey state representative district 20 and reo cheese wagon all game day sponsors reo cheese wagon provides the great press box food here and uh Troy provo heron is behind me enjoying some right <laughs> now uh whitlock and company pc uh everting orthodontics broadway barbershop will have our post game show where we're gonna have a fit naming the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Dwight Price of Realty Executives. Carico Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, Bliss Air, and new last week, Dive With Us Scuba Services, Jeff Birchfield and company uh, have all been part of Rebel Radio here in 2021. Great sponsors. And if you don't, if you don't frequent those businesses, you should. We'll be glad you did. Yes, we appreciate every one of them. They're all great sponsors. All great sponsors indeed. But as there's three and a half minutes to go here in this halftime show, let's take another break. Listen to these great sponsors. As both teams are out warming up, we will get back to second half action here shortly. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP, 1059 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m., we'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things big orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound, for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Mr. Chris Hips, and you're listening to the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show. Chris, they've added about three minutes to the halftime clock. Both bands put on a heck of a performance. Cleveland came out, did a really nice job, and then you know what? Marble came out and said, this is our house, and really rocked the show. You know, somewhere over the rainbow, they do a great show. A lot of nice props, a lot of good uh, good paintings that are their backdrops. 
and uh, I just tell you, they're they're well taught. Uh, they do really good with their field show, and then I'll tell you, they've got a little crew of parents probably that are putting stuff up. It was all out there about 35 seconds ago, and it's all picked up. Yeah, I want the little flags too. My son always points out about the flags. He loves the. Uh, Rainbow color flag they have. It's called the color guard. The color guard. We're, know, we're teaching Chris right. things as okay. we go. You're here. the band guy. I'm the football guy. But, <laughs> you know, my son, that's one thing. He he's he loves the band show every weekend, and he, you know, he sees it. And that's one of the things he talks about, some, the color guard's flag, sure. flag ability, twirling and stuff, and he loves that. And I like to see his excitement. Oh, it's really fun. And, and the thing is, they do so much, like, because you could really, you could really, you know, tip your hat to just the playing ability of these guys but the fact that not only are they covering probably from 25 yard line to 25 yard line but then they're integrating these girls with sticks you know what i'm saying like those things twirl and they can hit you and uh they do a good job of not doing that and really putting on a great field show uh but chris as the rebels and blue raiders have warmed up they're now uh, kind of meeting as teams uh what do you see in the second half as as the lead is 28 so the clock will uh, will stop at every at every moment uh, but what do you see coming out of the half i saw carson warming up but i also see, also saw charlie schwager uh, getting ready to go in so for me I, i'm pretty sure we're going to see the uh the starters out at least for another drive on defense and offense you know you want to try to get back to that running clock and that way you can get your starters out and try to not risk any injuries you know we got bye week next week so you know that's an extra two weeks there to rest up and get ready for is it Hardin Valley that's our following game? I'll be honest. I'm, I'm a week-to-week guy. I, I dig into this week, and then I worry about next week. Yeah, so I know. Ken normally tells me. I know it's a bye week coming up, so that's going to be, like I said, help us get you know over the bumps and bruises of this week. But also for us offensively, we just keep doing what we're doing. You know, Noah's been incredible. Like I said, he's probably one of the people's guys uh, naming the hat a couple times tonight. And then also, I would like to see a little bit more of the passing game. You know, I think Julius Toto would be a big player across the middle for us. Markel Deep hasn't got that shot yet because they're uh, double teaming him. But also, uh, Carson Jones stepped up tonight too. I think when when your number's called, you got to make it happen. Julius Toto has got one catch, but it was a one in, in a time where you wanted something to break free, and you, you called his number. So I think that speaks to what you're you're expecting out of him as a player. But yeah, you, you look at Noah Vaughn; he's had a great first half. I don't know how much you'll see him really rip in the second half, but I think you'll see some Gage Ledoux. I think Jackson Phillips is still yet to be seen a lot in this game. Uh, but yeah, I think I think they're going to look to get this clock moving. Maybe an insurance touchdown. And then you'll start seeing some uh, some new face rebels uh, try to get this one going. But they've hit the zeros on the halftime clock. Twelve minutes on the field. Uh, looks like we're about to get back under action here. Let's see, let me see if we've got a red and black throwback trivia answer here. Looks like we got a couple answers on Facebook. I tell you, I'm trying to get the oh. Who do we got? Who we got? I see nine catches. That that answer is incorrect. Seventeen catches, says Teresa Walker. Both both of those those are very close answers. Uh, Miss Bivens, uh, you are extremely close. Let's put it that way. Uh, the question is: Ryan Maples tied the Maryville High School record for catches in a single game in 1999 against these Cleveland Blue Raiders. How many catches did he have that night? The answers so far have been nine, 17, and 14. All uh, just missed the mark to this point. Trying to see if I've got one more answer here. Oh, CHG 
CH Grubbs on Twitter says 11. You're, you're on fire, so I'll almost say. Uh, as Charles Trenum kicks another one into the end zone. My guess. Oh, is that 21? <laughs> no. We're going to see. We're going to see. I'm not going to speak your answer because it may or may not be accurate. Uh, it looks like the <laughs> Charles Trenum kicks it in the end zone. Cleveland will bring the offense out there at their uh, normal starting spot here tonight, the 20-yard line, their own 20-yard line, as they'll go here left to right on Jim Renfro. Uh, they will eye Cedar Street, and they'll have the field house to their back. Tito Boyd will stay back there with Lambert, and looks like they're going to have Beard Jr. to his left. They're going to move number 14 into motion. They're going to have big number two, Destin Thomas, out there wide. They're going to hand it to Tito Boyd. He's going to try to get around the right, left end, and Jason Manninger one-arms that monster. Tito Boyd's a big boy, and he came to a screeching halt when Manninger wrapped his arm around him. I'm telling you, I, talking to Manninger, he said he's going to hold that edge, and he's going to make uh, Tito Boyd have to run him over to get outside. Tito Boyd picks up one yard on the carry. I'm not sure that many other teams in East Tennessee could keep that big fella to one yard. They're, they're really looking to push it wild. I think that respects the, the defensive front for Maryville. Uh, means that that's, a, that's almost a no-pass zone. Lambert's going to be in shotgun formation. Tito Boyd in motion. I think he moved a little early. He's going to deliver it out in the flat. Trying to see who got that. He got across the 25-yard line up near the 26. They're going to give him out at the 26. That's going to be a pickup of a couple. And I just want to point out to, for this defense, I mean, if you would have told me Tito Boyd would have only had six touches so far going into the third quarter, I would have thought that was crazy at Cleveland because that's been their bread and butter this year is uh, Tito Boyd and his big run game. Yeah, I'm trying to see who, who that recipient was. It was Tate O'Brien, but they're going to hand it off to, to I'm believing Boyd again, but he's going to go left in. He's going to try to get around, tries to get to the numbers, and he's going to be stoved up. We'll see where it ends up. I think this is going to be pump formation. Let's yeah. see what they do. Yeah, that was Zach Braden that sit there and just met him in the hole, kept him to the minimal gain of two yards. They get ahead to the 28. That's going to be a pickup of two, but it's going to bring up a fourth and two. And, again, always got to watch this one because Lambert's their punter, and he stands about a half yard behind his normal starting spot. Yeah, Maribel has nobody in the back. Yeah, Lambert, uh, Lambert wanted oh, to get Maribel. the hard count. And looks like Maryville's going to take a timeout. I think they sold out to stop the the the, the offense, and then thought he was going to punt. So they're going to get over and talk about it. Let's take let's talk with them. Lee Frank's volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPRadio.com. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. Got some more answers here on our, on our red and black throwback trivia. So far we have uh, 15, 9, 17, and 14. All are screaming close to what it is. I'll, I'll give a hint, Chris. It is double digits. See if that if that sparks the interest. 
Uh, as we're back, Cleveland has a fourth down, two yards to go, and it looks like the offense is staying out there. I think they understand what they've uh, what they're up against. They may be switching it up. They're going to have Tate O'Brien and have Tino Boyd. They're going to no, they are. They're going to quick kick it, a little pop kick, and it is going to be terribly off the side of the Lambert's foot, and it is going to go out of bounds. What they going to go out on the 36? Yeah. No, they're going to give 37. Mike Bethea, I think, tipped that. I think he almost got the complete block, but he tipped it just enough to knock it out to the right. Well, he's already scarily close to the to the offensive line when he kicks it normally. He almost was there in offensive set and then tried to kick it, and, and the defensive front had pushed that offense nearly back into the quarterback. So uh, that's, a, that's a nice play there, and uh, really a – an all for naught there for Cleveland as, as the Rebels will set up shop on the Cleveland side of the 50, ball on the 37 as they go right to left here on Jim Renfro. If I'm looking at the coach here, I'm like, man, I would have might as well just went for it because you only gained six yards. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, well, I think a, a 57 yard punted earlier in the game. Handoff right here to Gage Ledoux on first down. He is turning the legs and he is going to get down to the 24-yard line. That's enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Huge pickup for Mr. Gage Ledoux. That's going to be 13 yards on first down. Carson looks to the sideline, gets the new play, quickly runs some tempo. Carson Jones, Markel Fortenberry to the left of the formation, and it looks like they're going to keep Gage Ledoux in the backfield. That might be it for Noah. Yeah, I was looking down here to try to find Noah. I see him standing right beside the – Coach hunting them with his helmet on, so he might come back in. But I would say he's advocating for that. <laughs> Carson's going to stand there in shotgun formation, stand on the 30-yard line, take the snap. They're going to give the handoff to Gage Ledoux. He's going to go straight ahead forward in between the in right up gut, and he is going to pick up a couple. 9.21 to go here in the third quarter. Maryville leads 35-7. to and here's the thing. Maryville says, okay, the clock's not running on its own. We'll just stay on the ground and keep it moving. Yeah. That was a great tackle there by Edward Cavillian, number 12 for uh, Cleveland. He hit Gage Ledoux right at the line of scrimmage and didn't give up a yard. Yeah, they're going to give him one as it's going to bring up second down nine to go ball on the uh, on the Cleveland 23-yard line. And it is uh, as uh, Carson checks the play at the line of scrimmage. Two receivers left, one to the right. Carson takes a snap, Gage out in the flat. He's going to throw it across the middle in and out of the hands of Jackson Phillips. He had done everything but catch that football. Yeah, I think he caught it or dropped it twice, and he was, oh, man, if he got that, that was probably that's easily a, six points. It was right there. Ken says that's Carson's first incompletion of the night. He's 13 of 14, so that's a pretty – That's a, this is a good point uh, to have that first incompletion if you've got to have one. Carson's going to have a small huddle. You don't see – like I said, you don't see that much, but they're, they're there nonetheless. Breaks huddle. Markel to the right, two receivers to the left. Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. Takes the shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, wants to throw it across the middle. Markel Fortenberry, 5-4-3, suplexed to the one, and that's where he is going to come to a stop. It will be a huge pickup. was thrown because they were calling him almost down anyway because of where he couldn't get any farther and dude suplexed him. I think that was number five. Yeah, I think that's going to be unnecessary roughness if I had to make the call. Uh, we'll see what they call that. But uh, that's going to be a first down for the Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and it will set up first and goal inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. There's two flags on the play. Umpire is 
they are discussing this one. Head judge is, is trying to make heads or tails of what the two guys are giving him. This guy's holding his hand on his hip. Let's see what he's trying to call. Seeing there's there's two refs that are not in this conversation and two refs that are. It's kind of interesting. So I think they're checking it. They're getting the number for, for the, the Cleveland players. So I, I would assume part of this is going to be against Cleveland, if not all. It's going to be dead yeah, ball. Eligible downfield, Maryville. Really? Personal foul against Cleveland. Cleveland. So it should come back five yards and then forward for 15, right? Let's see. I'm interested in how they step this one off. Ball currently sits at the Cleveland one-yard line with the, the nose about, I don't know, 12 to 18 inches away from the goal line, but they're going to pick it up, walk it back, and it will go all the way back to the – As he's, he's in no hurry. <laughs> about the 23-yard line. And so I think we're going to do a little do si -do here. I think it's going to go five yards back, 15 yards that way. I think they're saying – Offset penalties. What? Well, that's, that's a weird play, but it's I guess uh, it's considered offset and penalties. And like one's a five, one's a fifteen. Hey, from my days of watching Happy Gilmore, you play the ball as it lies. <laughs> so Carson comes back to the line of scrimmage unfazed at this point. It's going to bring up third and nine. Uh, just a, just an offsetting play there. Carson's going to snap the ball. He's going to take a three-step drop, clears the backfield, delivers over in the flat. Markell in and out of his hands. And another one of those Markell looked up field before he got it done. It is fourth down. But, Chris, I don't I don't know where you're at. You're at the 23-yard line. Is this Corbin time or is this uh, take a shot? I think you're this far in the field, I would go for it. But it looks like maybe Corbin time. Corbin's going to get an opportunity here uh, to make a field goal. At this point, it's a, it's a 33 so it'll be about a 37-yard attempt. Let's see where they tee it up. That'll get the official distance. So we're going to set this one up at the 30. So it's actually going to be a 40-yard field goal. Corbin has made practices. I mean, it's well, might help later on in the season too. Well, I mean, what he what he did at Alcoa. Uh, you look at different games. Yeah, he needs this experience. And Corbin has a huge leg, and he. I, left. There was a lot of leg there, but it was no good left. Uh, Corbin has all the leg in the world, and honestly, that's a that's a long kick at the high school level. But uh, yeah, he needs those repetitions, and that will be no good. So Cleveland will take over right there. But with 7:43 to go, uh, Cleveland probably stands up Maryville for the first time tonight, and the scoreboard reads 35 to 7 in favor of the Rebels. I, you know, I like all the play calling there. I just think there was a. Just a slippery football right now, just in and out of the hands. And Cleveland's about basically where they were last uh, drive. Lambert takes the low snap on first down. He's going to roll the pocket to the right, wants to throw it, finally Hicks. does, and it is picked off by Markel Fortenberry. 35-30, 25-20, 15-10, into the five and down to the three-yard line. If he didn't get it on offense, Markel just pushed it. On defense, interception for 1-9, and uh, that's a play. That's a big play. And that's going back to a pregame show we talked about. When he gets flushed, sometimes he just throws the ball up in prayer. And, I mean, he had three Rebels sitting there waiting. And luckily for us, Markel with the sure hand catch there, 
So he could almost back for the pick six. Well, that, that was a great way to put that. He floated that thing huge, and really two Rebels had the opportunity before ever there was a Blue Raider in the area. So Carson quickly gets back out there, uh, had him a couple downs himself, uh, gets a couple defensive snaps, and uh, Carson Jones back out there to try to push one in. Uh, they're going to sit at the four-yard line. They're going to call him down at the four. But Carson in there, two receivers to the right. Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. Carson gets the snap, handoff to Gage. He's going to work himself inside the two, inside the one, and touchdown, Rebels! Gage Ledoux. Incredible cutback there by Gage Ledoux. I think all the Cleveland players ran outside, and he just right to left, cut back to the left, and wide open hole. It didn't even get touched until he was in the end zone. He is he is a sophomore, more mature than that tenth grade level. Uh, the 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 blocking, being able to stay behind those blockers, and then when the hole opens, really shooting the gap. Uh, that was a nice piece of running. Four yards is what it totals, but I think uh, you know what that shows is him as an athlete uh, means a lot more. And the patience, like you said, was just incredible on his part. Well, good job by that offensive front, just pushing around some Cleveland Blue Raiders. But as Corbin's kick is up and it is doing, the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Your Rebels now lead 42-7. to And you know what that means, Chris? Tick, clock, tick. It will move from here. 35-point advantage has been achieved. And so we'll uh, – We'll see if we can keep this thing moving and keep this thing rolling, but it will actually start at the next kickoff. But, Chris, uh, we'll stay right here with them again. Again, we'll give uh, Lee Frank's Volunteer Home Mortgage a timeout uh, shout-out, but we will stay right here at Maryville High School. Uh, how much of that is uh, you, you look at what, what they were able to do in the at the end of the first half. I'm talking about Cleveland. They score. They come out here. And they really, you know, thought they had some pieces put together. This defense has bowed its back and said, you're not doing a whole lot this half. And not only have they turned them back, they turned them over, and then they have points off of that turnover. How much of a, how much of a, a defeating kind of moment is that? Well, like, like we said, I think uh, there was a little bit of confidence going into the first half for uh, Lambert. And unfortunately, the front four for Maribel had other thoughts for him and been chasing him around and, like I said, that pressure is getting to him right now, and he just floated and balled. As Charles Trenum kicks it away, and at least number two went for it, but it, it goes into the end zone, touchback, bounces off the Maribel logo on the back fence of the Walk of Champions, and it will come out to the 20-yard line. Uh, deja vu all over again, as Yogi would say. I'm trying to see, I think we got a couple new players in there this quarter. Let's see, Lambert's going to stay in there. Looks like there's some new players for Cleveland as well. I see uh, Aiden Greer checked in also for Maribel. And Richard, Richmond's in there. Let's see. Yeah, the clock is now moving. Uh, so it will, uh, I don't know why it just stopped, but unless somebody took a timeout. Just kind of some interesting uh, dynamics with the sideline, with the head judge. It uh, looks like coach for Cleveland still still kind of jawing with the head official here, but it looks like that uh, that seal's broken, and they'll get back to play. Head judge runs in uh, to uh, to kind of get this thing going again. I think he was arguing about the play clock running, but I don't think he understood the 35-point rule. I was going to say, I was going to say, turn the arm, windmill. As 6.30 is what sits in the third quarter. As they're going to hand it off to number 11, that is going to be Markel McKinney, and he is going to be swallowed and dropped in the backfield. That's going to be a huge four-yard loss, and it's going to bring up second and 14. 
They're uh, they're cutting back into that total offense right now. Yeah, that was Mike Mathea and Caleb Graham right there beside him. Or, yeah, Caleb Graham right there with one another. Hit him in the backfield, pushed him back. He tried to break back out, but finished him up with a two-yard loss. Cleveland, again, trying to just muster anything to get this thing moving. At the next break, we'll check our red and black throwback trivia. Looks like they're going to blow this one dead. I, I don't know. Did, 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 they get a, did they get a false start here? Or are they going to call encroachment against the Rebels? I saw I saw some movement there on the front. Mike Bethea and company. Encroachment, yeah. We're going to call the offsides against the Rebels. You can call it either way. Encroachment <laughs> offsides. But it will nonetheless give Cleveland positive yardage. It'll get it inside the original 10-yard uh, line to gain. And it'll bring up second down seven yards to go as the ball will sit on the Cleveland 23. As Lambert's wanting to throw it, he's going to uncork this one. Long downfield pass and really good defense by is that Cannon Johnson. Yeah, Cannon, Cannon Johnson, Johnson on time and efficient as he kept that one away from the intended target. I see a yellow flag back here around the 30-yard line. I hope they don't call that defensive holding. Let's see if they're going to call that. I'm Looks thinking like they're calling on. Let's see what Cleveland's got to say. Oh, I think we, I think we may have a winner for our red and black throwback trivia as we salt this one. Let's try to salt this one away as Cleveland looks to be walking the morning. other direction. So yeah, it's going to go against the Blue Raiders. I think as much jawing as they've gotten away with, this is for this to be the first penalty. I think that speaks speaks to the uh, the patience of this. Uh, umpire crew i watched uh after that great uh defense play there by cannon johnson he kind of was hobbling off the sideline carter cox came in over on the far right corner back position all right so looks like we had an amazing battle for this answer two correct answers three minutes apart Looks like C.H. Grubbs on Twitter got it 16 minutes ago, and Miss Kathy Bivens got it 13 minutes ago. So the winner of this week's Red and Black Throwback Trivia, C.H. Grubbs uh, on Twitter. And, again, thank you, Father, to two great young men is his, uh, is his Twitter handle, and I, uh, I can appreciate that. So thank you for playing. Thank you for listening. And, ultimately, uh, congratulations on two great boys. Uh, so you are the winner of the uh, what was the red and black answer? throwback trivia and the correct answer, Tyler Maples, 10 catches yeah. back in 1999 to tie the Maryville High School record. But as the next play came and went, it was uh, for not fourth and 19 upcoming, and the Blue Raiders will be in pump formation standing on their own five-yard line. Fortenberry will stand at the Cleveland 46-yard line looking to take this Lambert punt. He's going to step it to the right side, and we're going to see if they get the call. I think they're going to call that clean. Yeah, I was going to say, look, he tipped it. That was manicure again back there. They're going to call it clean. No rough in the kicker, and it is going to come to rest. Looks like at the 41-yard line of Cleveland, and that's where the Rebels will set up first and 10. Yeah, and Manicure was saying he got pushed into the kicker after he tipped the ball. 
Well, and I, th- I think they did a really good job of watching that. A lot of times when you see a kicker fall down, immediately that's that's roughing the kicker, yeah. running into the kicker. They watched the play, saw it progress, saw him running, you know, get pushed into the kicker. Yeah. No call. Good the, no call. The far line judge immediately said tip ball. Yeah. Yeah. And called the tip. It looks like there's going to be a new quarterback in here. Charlie Schwager will be in at quarterback. He's going to move Eli Elkins left to right. There's a big body. Schwager's going to take the pass. He's going to hand it to Tez Dozier. Tez gets around right in, wants to push it upfield, gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about all that's going to be doing as Cleveland stoves him up for no gain. It'll bring up second and ten. Running clock is moving. Two and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter. Rebels lead 42-7. to Yeah, that was Tate O'Brien there for Cleveland at uh, Met Tez on the outside and stopped it for the no gain. And Schwager will look to the sideline, looking to get the play in from Coach Hunt. Again, a lot of uh, a lot of subs in here for the Red Rebels. You got, like I said, Eli Elkins, Tez Dozier, Charlie Schwager. Uh, looks like Caleb Dunford getting more minutes. Julius Toto. Schwager rolls the pocket to the left, evades one tackle, a little quick pitch, and it's going to get it ahead to Caleb Dunford. That what about stopping on a dime, letting the defender fly in front of him, and then ripping it to Dunford. That's a great play by him. He uh, looked like he's about to take the sack and just swooped right underneath the uh, would-be uh, defense lineman and hit a strike right to Caleb Dunsford in between two Cleveland defenders. Pickup of six there on second down. It's going to bring up third and four, and they quickly get to the line of scrimmage. Schwager's going to make sure everybody gets set. Shotgun formation looking for the hard count. Not going to get it. Looks to the sideline. Now he's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Gonna have two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's got Tez Dozier to his left. He's gonna deliver it out in the flat to Eli Elkins. Momentum got him upfield. Oh. And let's see where they spot this. I think he's gonna be a touch short. I think it's gonna bring up fourth and one. Needed four. I think he got three, Chris. Yeah, and that was uh actually tote. I think that was 44 for Cleveland. That's Mr. Tito Boyd, yeah, on the tackle. Uh did a great job of coming back from the linebacker position and hitting Eli as he's trying to turn up field and stop him just a yard short. Two Elis in the game right now, Eli Elkins and Eli Cobble. Uh, looks like Toto, Julius Toto will check out and looks like Hunter Ogle will check in. So getting a lot of different bodies in here. Number 88, Jax Kirby into the football game for the Red Rebels. Fourth down, one to go. Offense will stay out there. Charlie Swager looking to get this. Schwager is going to give the handoff. No, he's going to keep it himself, and he is going to get across the 30 down to the 29, and that's going to be enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That was a great play call. He saw everybody staying with Toto there, so he made sure to just hold on to him and get the first down. And looks like we may not get another playoff. Both teams go to their respective sideline. That will bring the third quarter to an end with your Red Rebels leading the Cleveland Blue Raiders 42-7 here at Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, 
individual and business tax returns. Compilation Review and Assurance Services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC. 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Welcome in to the fourth quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. And, Chris, uh, third quarter has come to an end. 42-7 to is what the scoreboard reads. But I, th- I think you look at it, 37 plays, 105 yards is what this Cleveland offense has mustered. Uh, give a shout-out to this Rebel defense locking it down here at Shield Stadium. Yes, the defense has been playing incredible. And I also was going to do a shout-out to the most of the young guys out here on the field right now for the Maryville Rebels uh, on the JV team. Incredible 21-14 win on Monday night against a really good Knox Catholic team. So great job to all them young men for that big win on Monday, like I said, against Knox Catholic's uh, powerhouse JV team. Oh, absolutely. As Charlie Swager going to stay in at quarterback, got a fresh set of downs, first and ten. He's going to hand it off to Tez Dozier. Tez pinballs off a couple Cleveland defenders, and he pushes it down to the Cleveland 23-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of five there on first down. Second down. Five yards to go. It's always good, Chris, when you can get half of it on play number one. And Tez Dozier is an incredible uh, third option of a running back. I mean, most teams he'll probably be a starter on. You know, I, t- I talked to Coach Hunt. You look at this team averaging on the season. There's six or eight different runners that have eight yards plus on their average, their season average, not per game average. That's season. That's an, that's an amazing number for probably a division of football, let alone one squad. Schwager's going to pitch it out to Tez Dozier. He's going to try to get wide. Does he get it? He gets wide, but I don't think he makes it to the sticks. He's going to get down to the, the Cleveland 22-yard line, maybe 21. Let's see where they spot it. I think they're going to give him the 21. So he's on the cusp of the common sense pest control red zone, but he's got a little bit of work to do as it's going to bring up about third and a short two. Yeah, and I was looking at the uh, Tess Dozier's numbers on the year, and he's got a right short of a seven-yard carry per game or per touch. Schwager looks to the sideline. He's going to have three receivers to the right, one to the left. It'll be another great uh, quarterback keeper. They've got amazing height out there right now with Elkins and Jax Kirby in the game at the same time. Looks like Schwager's going to move Eli Elkins right to left there. Tight end spot going to block a little bit. Schwager's going to uncork it. He's going to look to throw it in the end zone, and it is going to be a miscommunication intercepted in the end zone by Cleveland. That'll be a turnover. Intended target is going to be Julius Toto, and the interception made by number two, Destin Thomas. That's a wide receiver by trade anyway, and he just high-pointed it. Well, and I think actually the throw was supposed to have gone to Jackson Kirby, but he stopped on the route, and his cornerback actually kept trailing back and was the one who made the interception. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, for Maribel, you know, it comes in the end zone. Well, and, and but the thing is, is this is common territory for Cleveland. They're out at their own 20. Yeah. That's kind of where they start. Nine and a half minutes to go in the football game, 42-7 to seven in favor of the Red Rebels. And uh, Lambert, the guy who's went wire to wire, is going to have it again. 
He's going to give the handoff to number six, and he's going to get around right in, try to push it upfield, and he is going to be caught and dropped. Who got a hold of him there? Because he once he got touched, he was down. That was number six, D.J. Adams for Cleveland. That was a Sut or a Hutton Jones out there, number 17 on the tackle. Hit him right at about the sideline and knocked him out of bounds. Took him down. Good tackle there by Hutton Jones. Tito Boyd just checks out of the football game on second down. At this point, Tito, uh, one of the, the heralded guys for Cleveland, he's been a decoy at best tonight. Let's see. They've got two receivers left, two to the right. They're going to run it up the gut just right off right guard. It's going to be number 11, Markel McKinney. Kind of a new option there at running back. He's a, you talk about number 11, he's 5'11", 170 pound junior, listed as running back slash defensive back, which is kind of an interesting combo. Yeah, and he ran right into the waiting arms of Jason Vincent there, number 82, to get the tackle for Maribel. Third down, five yards to go. The ball sits at the Cleveland 25. Lambert wants to throw it, a long pass downfield. Got a receiver with a step, but he threw it about three steps beyond that. Falls, you know, shamelessly incomplete, and it uh, will bring up fourth down deep in their own territory. Chris, with eight minutes to go, you're down 35 points. Is this you just you just punt it away, or do you do you keep the offense out there? I mean, I've been wrong twice right now, but I would say just roll with it because you know Maryville's going to keep playing their young guys. You know, Cleveland still got their starters out there. You know, might have a great shot. They had a great shot right there for a chance for a big play, a just overthrown pass. About two or three yards deep. Yeah, they're going to take this shot. They're actually going to pick up the first down, a, a little quick pitch and catch from Lambert to number two, Destin Thomas. And uh, needed needed five, got about seven. It's going to bring up first down Cleveland. Yeah, and I, that was just a soft defensive play by Maryville. They just saw the big pass play almost beat them, so they dropped back in zone and allowed the underneath pass. And good play there by number two. Like you said, he just knew where the sticks was, got right past and went out of bounds. Yeah, I said seven. They gave him eight. First and ten, ball on the Cleveland 33-yard line. They're going to hand it off to Levin McKinney again. He's going to run into his own blocker and then get uh, get met and dropped. I'm trying to get the number on that Rebel. 82. 82. Jace Vincent. Jace Vincent with the tackle. And, and uh, I don't know how, but his uh, shoulder pad is now on top of his jersey. <laughs> Not sure how that happens. But we got to also throw in a, a great block there by number 53, Bo Baker for Cleveland. Uh, unfortunately for him, is that not is that not a football name? If that's you've a great ever heard name. One. Unfortunately for him, though, he got in his own running back's <laughs> way too and slowed him down enough for Jace Vincent to come back for the tackle. Second down, four yards to go. Lambert looking right, throws right to number 18, the intended target. Uh, catch is made. I've got an 18, Jake Jenny, 6'2", 165-pound senior. Yeah, and once again, same same thing. We dropped back zone. He uh, went straight to the stick marker, turned around on a car route, caught the ball, uh, I think number 30 for Maribel. I'm going to say Hunter Olivet, yep, was right there to make the tackle for Maribel's defense. A decent recovery. That's their eighth first down of the night. Lambert's going to fake it, pump fake, a little throw off. Shrug off the defense, long throw, and just long-armed it. Uh, I mean, his best Joe Milton impression yeah. as he was about six yards past the intended target. Intended receiver uh, was number 18. That is Jake Jenny, uh, but had two uh, Rebel yeah. defenders on him. It looks like, uh, what was that, Carter Cox? Carter Cox and Noah Lombaugh. Noah Lombaugh was all over it. But, uh, again, more Rebels than, than Raiders. Uh, a great defense there by Carter Cox. He... You know, most of the time they were worried he was going to jump on the double fake, and he just pushed the 
Receiver to the boundary, kept him in bounds. Second down, 10 to go. They hand it to 11. Give Markel McKinney some credit. Full head of steam and uh, looks like about 12-yard pickup. It's new first down, new set of downs for the Blue Raiders as they crack in to Rebel territory. They're down to the Rebel 43-yard line. And he did the, uh, I guess, the Cleveland running back style, which is get hit, turn around, and just back your way in for more yardage. Yeah, at this point, I believe it's coached that way, Chris. But, uh, yeah, Lambert's going to stand in shotgun. He's going to hand off to Markell again. Uh, Markell McKinney is just uh, – he, he's got a little bit of pep in his step still, and he's pushing it downfield. He's going to pick up a couple there. Yeah, but that was a big hit laid on to him there by Drew Hare, number 37, for this young Marable defense. Going to be a six-yard pickup there. It's going to bring up second four. They're kind of trying to push some tempo. Four and a half minutes as this clock continues to run with the 35-point lead. That's a 35-pound lead. Lambert's going to take a three-step drop, wants to throw it, nowhere to go with it, and he is going to fight his way trying to get back to the line of scrimmage, and he is going to be dropped for a yard loss. Let's see who that is. 82. That was James Vincent again out there. Just let him, let him run right into him and got a short sack or maybe, maybe a yard gain. I'm going to say... Let's see, they give – Ken Main says minus one. I'm going to go minus one. So a sack. Say, yeah, sack. Yeah, got it. Everybody, all the defensive yeah. players want a sack, so we're going to give Jace Vincent a sack. As Lambert's going to take that snap again, he's going to hand it easily uh, to Markel McKinney, and Markel turns his back and pushes across the sticks for another Cleveland first down. Three and a half minutes to go and continues to grind this one away. They've got uh, they've got three timeouts, and uh, I think they're just looking to keep it away. Yeah, we we call this just padding the stats for the young guys. So you know. New quarterback in for Cleveland. That is L.J. Adams, brother of D.J. Adams. He's quarterback DB. He's a 6'2", 170-pound sophomore. Let's get him some quality reps here in a region matchup. L.J. Adams there at quarterback. Shotgun snap. He's going to take a little three, five, seven-step drop. Flips it out in the flat to Markel McKinney, and he is going to be caught. No, he gets away from the initial tackle, and he is going to get inside the 25-yard line down to the 22. Down to the 22. That's going to be a nine-yard pickup there on first down. Yeah. Moving the sticks. Trying to see who that was. I think it was number 35 from Maribel. That He read the screenplay perfectly. That was uh, Caleb Reeves. Read it perfectly. Unfortunately, just got out of the arm tackle of Caleb. I think uh, Jace Vincent was the one that raced and chased him down for the big tackle to keep him from getting any more yards. Yeah, I think McKinney's just a he, – he's a physical guy, and so when, when the momentum took the defender away, it was really an arm tackle at that point. But L.J. Adams is going to think about it, wants to throw it. He does throw it. Back shoulder, did he catch it? Yeah. And they're going to say incomplete. Intended target, number three, Davin Wilson. He's going to be a 5'10", 155-pound senior. We're seeing everybody on the yeah. roster get shot at tonight. And that was Hutton Jones on the coverage, an incredible defense by Hutton Jones. So as soon as he saw the uh, receiver try to make a break on the ball, turn back for the ball, got his hand in there and knocked it up and knocked it away out of bounds. Adams going to take the snap, hands to McKinney. McKinney is met and dropped just inside the 20-yard line, down to the 19. And it's going to bring up, I think it's going to bring out third, about eight. Yeah, that was a great play there by Hunter Olivet and also Aiden Greer 
you know, hit him right around the line of scrimmage. He fell four or extra two or three yards, but great tackle in the open field. Minute and a half to go here in this one as the uh, the prod of Maryville over here marching it out, playing some really good pet band music. Student section feeling it, and uh, it's uh, we're trying to salt this one away. Big shout out right now to Ken Main as his stats have been up to the minute and accurate all night long, but Cleveland on third down tries to throw it to sticks and just short. It's going to bring up fourth down. I think they knock him out at the 13-yard line. He needed the 11. Yeah, that was uh, Hunter Olivet again over there, number 30, hitting just short of the line of scrimmage and make sure he got out of bounds before he got to the first down marker. Under a minute to go here, and I think they've achieved what they were wanting here late. Keep the football away from those Rebels. Looks like L.J. Adams is going to finish this one off. He's going to hand it off straight away, number 23, there's another new running back, Isaiah Davis. He's a 5'10", 160-pound freshman. Timeout, Cleveland. It's like timeout. Blue Raiders, you know, we haven't taken many in the second half. Let's take one with them. Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming, WGAPradio.com. El Himidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Defense for the Red Rebels looking to pitch this second half shutout. 42-7 is the score, and the clock continues to run. Cleveland uh, wanted to see if they could get it done, and I, did they, I don't think they got it. Man, he, uh, instead of throwing away, he just ran out of bounds for like a four-yard loss. It just makes sense. Well, and what he doesn't understand is that does not stop the clock. L.J. Adams, a little bobble snap. He's going to deliver out in the flat to number nine. He's going to try to get near the end zone, and I think that should do well, it. Cleveland called a timeout again. Oh, Lord. 3.7 seconds as number nine fought his heart out to get down close <laughs> to the end zone. Camden Lockerby, uh, running back linebacker, 5'7", 160-pound sophomore for Cleveland. As Maribel Faithful is uh, kind of giving it to him for calling a timeout this late in the game. but <laughs> Well, I think, you know, Cleveland – uh, they're they're just trying to they're trying to find themselves some things. They're trying to get some young guys some playing time. They understand this one's done, but I think they want they want to to send the message that we still fight for 48 minutes. Yeah, I mean I can understand that. And it also makes it look better at the end of the game if you say you only lost by 28 points instead of 35. Sure, sure. Whatever. Yeah. 3.7 seconds. Right? 3.7 seconds is all that remains as as Cleveland comes back out for presumably Chris. I would assume. The final play of this matchup, 3.7 seconds. Uh, I think it's a shot to the end zone. I, I don't know that even even being this close, you try to tuck it and run. But Cleveland with L.J. Adams at, at the quarterback position. Looks like he'll have, I think that's 23 in the backfield. That's going to be Isaiah Davis. Adams will take the snap. He's going to three-step drop, wants to roll. He is getting chased, and he is going to be dropped. 
A way to end it, defense, with a sack. LJ Adams punches 35. the turf, but that is going to bring this one to an end. As clock hits zeros, your Rebels victorious here at Maryville High School. 42 for the Maryville Red Rebels, 7 for the visiting Cleveland Blue Raiders. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. Let's take a break. Listen to these great sponsors when we come back. The Broadway Barbershop postgame show and the announcement of the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss it. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Boom. Boom. You don't get- 
I won't stop. Where the brakes at? I give him that D bop. Like, take that, take that, take that, take that. And welcome in to the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where we wrap up a 42-7 victory for your Red Rebels. Uh, you, you know, Chris Hips, talk about what what, what you saw tonight. I, I, like I, we talked about at halftime, I thought the seven points put up by the Blue Raiders before the half really was a kind of a shot in the arm a little bit probably for that defense for Maryville to really come out in the second half, show some things, shut out the Blue Raiders in the second half and uh, preserve the, the seven-point, 35-point victory here in uh, here at home. Well, for me, the biggest thing was watching the excitement from everybody on the sideline after the big uh, sack there by who was it? Or 35 from Maryville. Make sure I get his name shouted out. Caleb Reeves there to preserve them because you know a lot of people weren't too happy with them last minute timeouts. Sure. So, so to get the sack, ruin the game, ruin them from scoring another <laughs> touchdown. You know, big for this young defense too. Well, you know, it's just been a big night for the Red Rebels as, as they've done a lot of good things, done a lot of things to uh, to put some points on the board. Let's let's kind of recap the scoring drives. Noah Vaughn scores from one yard out, a rushing touchdown, and then he uh, follows that up with a 14-yard rushing touchdown. D.J. Burks in the hippo package scores from one yard out. Noah Vaughn then rips a 31-yard touchdown run uh, to really kind of basically end his night. Uh, Noah Vaughn with three touchdowns uh, all uh, in the rushing category, but had a big response in the in the special teams and also in the receiving category. But then uh, Carson Jones, a six-yard touchdown pass to Carson Jones, and then Tate O'Brien was the lone touchdown for Cleveland, and then Gage Ledoux, a four-yard touchdown run there in the third quarter to finish what has been a 42 to seven victory. Yeah, I feel like everybody had a chance to uh, get a touchdown tonight. Well, and there, there's been a couple, you know, just between, you know, incomplete passes or, or drops or what have you that could have went the distance. Uh, a lot of these passes were wide open, had some opportunities, and just those are things that you can kind of push uh, in this bye week, in this fall break timing uh, to kind of get freshened up for a, a big second-half push and a push to the postseason. Uh, but if you want to look at individual stats, Noah Vaughn, nine rushes, 83 yards, three touchdowns. He had a 31-yard rip to be as long for the night. Gage Ledoux, three touches, 18 yards, a touchdown. Tez Dozier, three carries, eight yards. Carson Jones, one for four. Charlie Schwager, one for three, but a big three yards as that was a huge first down to keep things moving. And D.J. Burks, one touch, one yard, one touchdown. Uh, in the receiving category, Noah Vaughn, one catch for 71. Markel Fortenberry, three for 46. Carson Jones, two for 23 and a touchdown. Gage Ledoux, three for 22. D.J. Burks, one for 15. And Julius Toto, one for 13. Your totals on the night, 15 first downs for Maryville, 12 for Cleveland. That's a respectable recovery as it was well in late in the first quarter before they got that first one. Rushing yards, Rebels 117 yards. Cleveland 29 touches, 33 yards. Passing yards, 212 for the Rebels, 140 for Cleveland. Total offense, 36 plays, 329 for your Red Rebels. 56 plays, 173 for Cleveland. A lot of those coming on end-of-half drives, one in the, the end of the first half that kind of led to points, and then here at the end to push it down to try to, to, to salvage, uh, like you said, get double digits, make the, the differential look a little bit better, unable to do that with the late sack there. But, uh, Chris, just a huge night for the Rebels. Here at home, the faithful were here. October 1st is kind of that turn into, uh, I think uh, a lot of people call it a lot of things for baseball and a lot of things, but around here, it's still football time at Maryville. And, and at MHS, Jim Renfro Field, Skeeter Stadium, they had this thing rocking. 
Yeah, this crowd is just electric. I mean, they bring an electric environment every Friday night at home. You know, to see it packed week in and week out is just incredible in itself. And you know, like I said, it helps uh, intimidate the opposing teams when you have fan base like this that can be extra loud, especially on them uh, important third downs. I think that's that's a great point. But as the faithful and the football team still out on the field, uh, kind of reminiscing, doing some uh, some post game talking. Uh, let's take us a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. This will be a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage. And what is the Broadway Barbershop post game show? When we come back, we'll talk scores from around the area. Again, thank all our great sponsors. Again, quick shout out to Mr. Ken Main as his stats are always up to the minute, always keeping me in line and doing really good stuff for for both us and the NFH crew. Uh, just to his left. So, again, thanks to him each and every week. But let's take a break, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, scores from around the area, sponsors recognition, and the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. We'll be back in just a minute. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. 
CARICO.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. And welcome back inside the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where we are joined quickly by the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game this week. Uh, we kind of got together, put the heads together. The first of 2021 two-time winner, Mr. Noah Vaughn. Leader in rushing category and receiving category. All-purpose yards off the charts tonight. Noah, congratulations. Thank you so much. It would be nice if I turned your mic on. Go again. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and take two. But, uh, Noah, great night here tonight. You know, limited minutes in the second half. Did, did you did you see the field in the second half? I, I don't no, think you I saw a snap. I in the second half. So you you it only took you two quarters to lock up the award. Look, I mean you're showing out now, buddy. <laughs> but a great night here tonight. You actually had some return game situations that really impacted the game. Started field position at a really nice place in the Cleveland side of things. But ultimately, you know, you really just want to. Uh, what do you see from defenses? Because there's there's multiple different ways you launch. You know, I saw a couple of times where you were full gallop before you seen the offensive line. Then sometimes you're just patient. Is that just seeing what the defense gives you? Uh, usually on my zone runs, I'm more patient and I'll be slower to the line because I just let everything develop in front of me. And I know my O line's gonna, the holes are gonna be there. And when we're running a uh, power, I'll kind of hit it as hard as I can, try to hit the hole. And I think we really just got it done. And and, and you know, it's one of those deals when you get in space. It's just people take angles that are not really good angles and yeah. but but tonight you you had a, a plethora of different runs you had some power runs that that didn't get a ton of yardage but you really made a, the defenders pay for it but then you had a couple that ripped off that 31 yard run was explosive and uh I'm a, I don't know if I need – you need some sponsorship from, like, Frigidaire Samsung. or Samsung or Kenmore because you put the spin cycle on, and it's it's done. Son. I call it so, the Samsung spin cycle on. But is that is that something that is just natural to you? Have you been taught to do that? or, or Because it ultimately they, – they have a good beat on you, and then the spin cycle puts them out. Spin move is the first move I ever did, like, back when I was playing flag football. <laughs> I just learned how to do the spin move, and, you know, I, it's my favorite move, but I can't overuse it. But when I bring – it out it usually works i used to know what it was on playstation it was like square square r2 <laughs> yeah, and I, i'll just call it noah no another word we use for you a lot is pinball it's just it don't seem like the first person to ever make contact with you can get you down it seems like you bounce off you know any contact low high i mean to me it's just for a defender it's almost impossible to take you down one-on-one -on -one. yeah that's that's what i pride myself on you know i like to be i like to be a difficult person to take down you know low center of gravity not not the biggest guy but you know i like to run through people and uh be able to also 
juke people out. Well, no, uh, you know, we talk to Coach Hunt every week leading up. We kind of review the previous week and then kind of look ahead to what's going on. And we talk about the stable of runners that Maryville has. I think there's eight runners with six-plus yard averages for 2021. That's that's an amazing number. Of course, you're sitting high on that list. But he, we talked about you in particular, just your versatility. Uh, you've got some top-end speed, but you've also got power. And that's, that's a dynamic that's not natural a lot of times at the high school level. Is that something that you wanted or is it just something that's come natural to you physically i mean oh it's kind of i mean it's i kind think of they both. all want it right <laughs> it's kind of both you know i feel like god blessed me with a lot of talent but over the off seasons i've been working my tail off trying to get better and better but i mean it's kind of just happened all all of a sudden well no it was a, it was a great performance here tonight your your rebels are seven and oh and you are a two-time your jersey numbers two you got two rebel radio player of the game smoky mountain axe house player of the game awards and uh, and we got a lot more games to go. We're only we're only nearing halfway for a rebel season, yeah. so uh, we're excited for that. But <laughs> something we started at Farragut, uh, let's do it again here tonight. You're gonna help us close it out at the end of tonight's broadcast. I'm gonna say go rebels, and you you echo it right back to me. But the Maryville Rebels were the ones rating things tonight here at Jim Renfro Field, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to seven and zero as the Blue Raiders of Cleveland fall to five and two. Final score for Maryville High School. Maryville four. 42, Cleveland 7. Let's look to close this broadcast up tonight. Take a moment to thank all that make this possible. Mr. Harris, Landon Harris, Athletic Director here at MHS, and the great administration, all the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks. Thanks to all those to make it happen. Ken Main, the infamous stat man here at Maryville High School, 25 years doing it, and excited to see him each and every week. A special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of all those breaks here tonight. But for Chris Hips, Noah Vaughn, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go, go Rebels. Rebels. Here we go. Seven.